Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, look. It's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big Husky Kids. Now I can't hear that song without thinking like, I'm not the one who's so far away. You know what I mean, Judd? So far away. <laughs> that's what he is. Back the car. The, I feel the snake bite out of my veins. Hey, Jared. hit you know those I mean? drums harder. harder. I'm going to play the drums, and then I'm going to sing, Jaron. And then I'm going to play the drums again, Jaron. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. Featuring Leanna Ray on traffic. How the f*** did I end up here? And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re-rocket. Your ear hole. Ooh, this is Man and Bone. It's <laughs> 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 Wildcard Wednesday. Yeah. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. On campus at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer at 534. I wonder if anybody's bought his used car that he traded in. I'm so excited to find out. It's amazing. Yep. What great uh what a great thing. You could just go over there and find a car that Jeff Rimmer probably farted in. We mean probably. Definitely farted. He's had in. the car for three years. No. I, but- I told you last week he was having sex with Bobby Orr in the back seat. I mean, I just don't know how prim and proper Rimmer is with like bodily oh, functions. Come on, come I mean, I assume on, you get in your car like everybody else, even if you're not one to, you know, rip it in public. Maybe you in get in the car, car and then instantly it's I like, I do the but, most disgusting things in my car. I, I don't doubt it. Farting. I got the windows tinted just so I could pick my nose without judgment. Of course. I wanted to be in there just knuckle deep. Let me tell you right now, when that time change hits in the spring and suddenly it's like 730 and it's still bright sunshine, that's a bad day for me because when I get home now, it's pitch black out there. No one can see what's happening on the drive home. You clean the house. Yeah, you got. Well, you got to take care of stuff. I'm just in my. I hand sanitize. I make sure I get it all cleaned off. Yeah, clearly. Some of the videos I watch, they're just doing it right in the Tesla. Oh, while I, it's driving. You watch, you watch some videos that are happening on the on the road. I don't recommend that. No, for safety really? purposes. You don't recommend yeah, people saying. have sex while I'm, driving a car. I'm just Common man here for non-road sex. Well, I mean, if you got a butler in the front doing the driving and you're in the well, back, that's different. That's of fine. Go ahead. Yeah, or you get, yeah, I mean, maybe you've got like a large van and the person driving doesn't mind, you know, barnyard noises going on behind them as they're driving. I still never forget. I was on a, this is not about a driving thing, but it's about weird noises thing when you're not looking where I was uh, bunked up with someone on a trip to a soccer game. And it was one of these things where we all just bought a bunch of tickets. So I kind of knew everyone in the group, but didn't know them all very well. And so I knew the guy that I was going to be sharing a hotel room with, but I didn't know him well, well, like knew him well enough to know he was single and possibly looking to mingle. And so then I go to bed after we go to this soccer game, we have a good time, all these people. It was fun. It was in Toronto. I come back. I fall asleep. Three o'clock in the morning. I hear Carlos Baerga 
no. Come on, you can't. And then I hear you can't do that with I hear people keeping. The- I hear people keeping like muffled like noises, like very questionable. Just doing that, and then a couple of you know moans. <laughs> I don't know a better way to say it. And I'm like, okay, I know what's going on, and I just had to like roll over. I was we were obviously no, 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 no. And, no. You, wanna, and you wanna know the craziest part of where this story occurred? The Rogers Center. The Sky Dome. Let me tell you something. It man. was in those apart those uh they're like suites. Yeah, I know. They overlooked that are the field. Overlooking there. the field. So it was a very large room with multiple levels, but it was still the room we were sharing as no. We kind of Sorry. know each other and now you're no. hooking up with someone. You you have to spr- splurge for your own room. Well, if that's get, what you want to do. This was long time ago. I don't care. I mean, no, I know. I'm saying I was like I mean, I was not I was not that. I was just like, all right, whatever. It was like college. It was just like, no. all right, what are you going to do? I've just got to turn over and ignore that. You know, we got PSAs for every stupid thing in the world. We need a PSA for stuff like this. If you're sharing a hotel room with a buddy, you know, we need some music. Mm. Sarah McLaughlin That's says. perfect. Yep. Instead of the sad puppies. If you're on a road trip with your friend, mm. you're both single. You decide that it's more economical to share a hotel or motel room. That instantly means there will be no hanky-panky in the room. Do it in the elevator if you have to. Yeah. But not in the room next to a stranger unless you invite that stranger to join in on your fun. Well, What okay. would you have done? Hang what would on, you well, have done if he looked I didn't at you tell and said, Hang on. Hey, I didn't, there was no looking. This there's was all- more room for you over here. <laughs> So here's the here's the craziest part of this story. This is prior to those noises that I heard. Uh-huh. I I fell asleep. We we all this game was in the afternoon, so we had left like at four o'clock in the morning to get up to Toronto on a bus. We went through customs. We get there. We're drinking before the game. We are drinking at the game. We're drinking after during the game and after the game. Right. So it's about four or five o'clock in the afternoon. We get back to this hotel. The players are partying down in the lobby because they won. And they have this trophy that they won. And so I'm literally there. Frankie Haydick's pouring beer into this Trillium cup that they have that the crew in Toronto still have this thing. And he's pouring beer and giving it to the fans. And we're all passing around drinking out. It was amazing. It was fun. So then by like eight, nine o'clock, I was good. I was like, I'm tired. I've had a lot to drink. And I'm not, I was not even then like a partier. I was, I was married. I didn't have any desire to go out and do anything. I was just, I was there. So I flipped on the TV, fell asleep around 11 o'clock. This guy and two girls, mm. all fully clothed, mm. flip the light on in yeah. my part of the room, and the two girls jumped on the bed oh. in their like going out to party club wear attire. And I'm wearing like a ratty t shirt and basketball shorts. And I'm like, you instantly, should've, you should have had one of them. Instantly, You're I'm in like, Canada, it doesn't no, no, count. No, instantly, I'm like, I'm, hey, hey, ho, ho, hi, how you doing? And I hop out of the bed and I'm like, ha, 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 that was funny. And they're like, come on, get dressed and come out and party with us. And I said, no, I'm, re- I'm, no, I'm not, I don't, thank you for the invite. That's very nice. I appreciate that. I don't feel like going. I'm tired. And so they were like, You're, uh, you don't want to go. Why don't I go? No, I don't want to go. Sorry. And they're like, that's fine. We get it. You're old. And I said, I am. So then they left and I and I went back to bed. And then I wake up to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, either there's a seal in my bedroom performing its tricks for like SeaWorld or I know what's happening. 
And then the question was, is it just one person in the bed with, with my roommate or are there two people? Like did, did, I don't know. I didn't know how much game this guy had. I don't know what's going on there. Why is seal in your room? No, a seal. No. I knew you were going to do that. As soon as I said, I knew you were going to do that. I'm sorry. By I got to do something here. I got to let people know I'm still on this show. By the way, see, that's your fault for not having good stories. What can I tell you? you never go anywhere, do anything. Yeah, Apparently, I, I, I don't either. typically I, share hotel rooms with pervs. I guess. Pervs? This man had, uh, to his credit, he had extraordinary game. That's fine. You don't do it in front of somebody unless you invite him to join. That's weird. They, I don't know if I was getting the invitation is my point. Well, they got to vocalize the invitation. Well, they hopped, again, they hopped in the bed and said, you want to go out and party? And I said, no, I don't. And then they, they were like, come on. I said, no, I don't want to do that. And then they left. And so he thought, well, I extended the invite. It was turned down. And then he brought, I don't know, maybe there was a third person. I don't know how many people were in there. Yeah. Could have been 10 people in there. Could have been a whole party. I was not privy. Is, is this a friend you know that suffocates cats? No, no. That's not a friend. That's a guy I worked with who I can't stand, and thankfully I never talked to. God, that's a whole nother. Yeah, I've lived a weird life as now that now that you mention it. But in either case, for all I know, Mike, because it was pitch black dark in there, there were no lights on, there was no nightlight. There may have been people in my bed with things dangling and hanging right around me, and I just they were all like, "Shh, we woke him up," you know. And then I'm like, Ugh, and I turn over. And then they were like, is he snoring? This All guy right, could have been teabagging you. I don't know what happened. I have, no idea what was I have no idea what was happening. I, I really, to this day, don't know. But what was very awkward was the next morning, you know, I had a full night's sleep. So I get up and go to the bus. How do you go back to sleep like that? Because I was tired. It doesn't matter. I'd be so sick to my stomach. You would? I wouldn't be. Yes, it's disgusting. I wouldn't be able to fall asleep. I mean, just over in a bed. They were it way over there. Disgusting. I was asleep. I wasn't, what do you think they were like? I don't know. I didn't think there was any reason to get up and make a big deal out of it. I wanted to go back to bed. I was tired. So then the next morning I get up and I see the couple that I assume has emerged overnight. And I said, oh, how you doing? And they're like, oh, God. And I'm like, didn't get a lot of sleep last night, huh? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay. And I pretended like I didn't have any clue as to what was going on. And then that was that. Mm. And then we all drove back eight hours from Toronto, and I felt awkward. Just a beautiful thing. Yep. Just a beautiful thing. Anyway, Wild, Thanks, card, wild card Wednesday. <laughs> Send us your wild cards at manandbone971 on Twitter. Questions, topics to derail the program. I don't know how you can possibly derail it anymore. Did you sleep in my bed at some point? Let me know, because apparently there was a whole party going on in my that room. That was me! Right. If that was you, please let me. I just want to know what was going on fully. Just give me the full details so I know if I was violated in any way. Because I don't, I don't have any recollection of it beyond that. All right, Wild Card Wednesday. We will give you the latest on Demar Hamlin jackets from last night. That is next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find delays on the west side of I-70 east and westbound between Wilson Road and Hague Avenue. There is some flooding in that area, causing heavy stop-and-go delays. Please be very careful over here as cars slow to avoid it. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware West Jefferson Distribution Center wants you on their team. Ace has a variety of warehouse positions and chips available up to $19.25 per hour plus incentive bonus. Ace will provide excellent benefits. Apply today at careers.acehardware.com. Eliana Ray with fan traffic. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The only thing scarier than Bones and allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you wanted to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wild Card Wednesday. Hey, Teddy, I got something for you. Give it to me. Uh, first of all, before I give you the, the thing, the Bengals and Ravens will play 1 o'clock on Sunday. That has officially been announced. Okay. Now for you, Teddy. The Reds could be interested in a reunion with your guy. Ken Rosenthal tweeting out mm-hmm. that the Reds are having conversations with Johnny Cueto. Ooh. Now... I had discussed this with somebody just a, I don't know, maybe a week or so ago, and I said, you know, there was a report of that. Somebody just threw that out there. I think it was like John Fay down in Cincinnati, and he said that would be a great idea for them. It was like a month ago, but then the Reds came out and said, no, we are, we're not going to have any money, and I'm like, it's not going to cost much to get him, right? I mean, you can do a one-year deal, I don't know, what, $10 million or right, something? He had, a, he had a nice season last and year. And but- you would want a nice veteran pitcher on that staff because you get all those young guys you know and somebody to help them develop so i'm i would be excited about that actually all right padres and marlins also vying for his services but ken rosenthal (laughs) says the reds are interested reds are also interested in bringing back the big donkey Adam Dunn. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'll pass. DH in the National League now. He can come in and sure. pinch it for you. There you go. <laughs> no? Yeah. No, I'll, I'll pass He's not on too, He's not yeah. too old to play. You're right. Uh, here are some wild cards for you, Mike. Chip Dip yeah. says, rah, 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 like such as. Uh, so he's bringing up something from a few weeks ago when you were out, Mike. He said, T-Bone and Timmy Hall told us that if you, common man, had a Dildaroon in your re-gifting closet... So we got this question. What do you mean if? Right. It's like you were given one and you're like, well, that's got to go in the re-gift. And then you were trying to debate who you would give it to here at the station. Who would it be? And I can't remember if it was me or Timmy that said it. But I think Timmy might have said that you'd give it to Paul Keels. And then I said, no, I said you would. And I said, Paul, would you'd be the only person in the world they could give Paul Keels a dildaroon and say, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Paul would laugh his ass off at it if you did it. Any of us I don't, others think, I, I don't be, think I'm the only person. Well, but, I, well, you know what I mean. Very few people. I think he would be, like, horrified if any of us, any others of us tried to do that. I'd give it to Timmy is who I'd give it to. Well, I think that was the stipulation is he couldn't give it to either of oh, us. Okay. Anybody right. that, like, anybody that works on the show or, like, Tim you comes know how, out who lot. I'd give it to? Who's that? Platinum Fox. There you go. That's the, I, the big boss. Right. Here's something to relieve your stress. Dilda Rooney. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, he'd, he'd probably be thrilled to have that. You know what I did, though? What's that? I got an email today from somebody who works here at the building who's never met me. I don't know them. But apparently tomorrow is my work anniversary Oh, here at the fan. How many years? 19. Oh, congratulations. All right. So tomorrow's my... I started before, but I guess I signed my contract. My first contract on January 5th. 2024 so 19 years and this person said can you please send me a a, a picture of you 
we'd like to put it on all the screens. We got, you know, TV screens around the building here. They always put up little facts about employees and congratulations on the anniversary. So my first inclination was to delete it, ignore it, because I don't want my picture up. Mm. Yeah, this is why we don't get ahead at this place, by the way. Where, where am I going? What else well, is there know, for me well, to do? You know what I mean? Like, if they were to, you know, know what we looked like occasionally, you should put your face up there. I don't want to put my face up there. All right. It sickens me that you put your face up there. I, I do. Corporate suck up. That's anyway, right. I do. So I said, well, maybe I shouldn't delete it. So I did send her a picture. What'd you send? A picture of somebody else. Oh. So we'll see if they post it. Who's the somebody else? I can't. That's confidential information. I can't tell you. Okay. But it is someone that you and I know. Oh, this is good. Who used to work here and no longer works here. Mm. So I'm curious to see if they post it with my info. Like, hey, happy anniversary, 19 years. And it's a picture of another person. Adam Neft. I can't wait to see it. It's not not Neft. Okay. But we'll see if they post it. Uh, Isaac says, if you guys get the Common Man and T-Bone concert to be a reality and you could get any artist you want, what are your top five bands to play? I think it'd be criminal not to have Seether and Common Man Sings Gasoline with them, then Papa Roach to close it with Last Resort. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I mean, my, good. my ideal thing, I'd go for more of a 90s theme, 90s rock. Yeah. Uh, but I have no problem with Seether. I would have Papa Roach on there. I would throw Jen Winters on stage with Papa Roach just to make her uncomfortable. She'd, she'd be thrilled about that. Who would you have? Uh, I mean, I would probably, those two bands would be great. I wouldn't mind getting a band that I know both you and I like that could qualify almost as a 90s band, Chevelle. I would throw Chevelle on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Assuming that the brothers don't all hate each other, depending on what month it is. But yeah. Well, um, there's only two left. Oh, there, oh that's right. Okay, there's two that's left. Right. There's two left. And the brother-in-law is gone now, too. Um, I, I thought about this last night, actually, as I was driving home, was what other bands would we even want to come to that thing if we had a budget and could do it? Like, would Local H be a band that you would bring in? Because I, I think w- Local H would be a great band I would band love to, to bring in Local H. Scott Lucas, by the way, world-class butt chin. Yeah, right. Very much so. Bill O'Brien is jealous. Um, well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> who else would I bring in? I would, you know what, and I'll throw one in there that was from the old Christian radio days, Switchfoot. I like Switchfoot a lot. I'd bring those guys in. Are they going to play a bunch of... No, would they play like... Like hymnals and stuff? They don't play that stuff. I know, but I don't know if they were going to... No, they have lots of... You guys of, look like you need a little guidance. No, man, here's what they are. They're like, they're one of those bands that are like, I was there a few years ago when a hurricane had just hit Florida, and they're like, hey, we just want everybody to know tonight... We got a you know app out. You can go donate. Blah blah blah. All this, all the merch sales are going to the hurricane. So shout out to the hurricane victims. Really sorry about that. Here's our song, Hurricane, and that's like that's all. Like they're just like do good things now, guys. They're not like here's our message, guys. So for whatever that's worth, they okay they keep it, you know, in the in the lanes, I guess. Uh, Uh, Jackets. Jackets get shut up by the senators last night. They host the Capitals tomorrow. That is an ESPN game. Now, the last time the Jackets were on national television, it was the TNT game against Buffalo. Mm, good. And we know how that one went. Yeah. Bad. Can I just, I know it's, we could do this for every game. What? That's another game where you go get flat out embarrassed. You look like crap the entire time. We ever going to fire any of these idiots? No. We're running this thing? No, this is all part of the plan. We're just going to let everyone sit there and then what? What are you A week do? before the draft? You're going to let them just, oh, well, we got it now. We can't get rid of them because we don't know who's going to be in the front office. Boone Jenner and Zach Wierenski are hurt. 
I know. What are you, you supposed can't, to do? You can't possibly compete on a nightly basis with the likes of the Ottawa Senators. What are you going to do? I, Connor John, Bedard is coming for us. Johnny Goudreau? Ouchie? Is he, is he, he's, oh, no, he's, he's wishing he signed someplace else is what he's doing. <laughs> can't blame him. Look, man, it's, I'm just saying, like, well, I know I could harp on this for three hours every single game, but we won't do that. I just think it needs to be pointed out yet again. How many different times do you have to watch this team look like not a competent hockey team? Trust the process. What? Trust it. No, no, Trust no. Trust it. Be no, patient. No, be that's patient. not what they're saying. That's what they're, I'm saying. Okay, I'm saying the Jackets front office, if they're saying anything, is saying, oh, too many ouchies. Well, what are we going to do? That's not acceptable. I'm sorry. It's not acceptable. I'm not expecting you to compete for the playoffs. I'm expecting you to look like an NHL club more nights than no, not. I think at, at the beginning of the season, we did expect this team to compete well, for yes, the playoffs. But, my but clearly, the goalposts have moved at this the point. When the injuries, well, when the bad set in, number one, and then the injuries set in, number two. Let's not forget, the bad was first, and the injuries came as well. But when the injuries kept piling on, then it clearly is not a playoff type of year. But they're just... I just want to see this team become something good next year, the year after. You're not doing that with Brad Larson as head coach. And quite honestly, if this front office doesn't see any problem with that, then you're not going to win anything with them as the front office. So maybe Mike Priest, I don't, I don't have Mike Priest got any time on his hands. Maybe he can go, I don't know, go at least try to complain to the NHL about getting a winner, get a winter classic game. Oh, that that's not going to play happen. in. Come on. I mean, if he's not going to fire anybody, maybe he'd go like, Talk to the league and say, can we be in a winter classic? It doesn't have to be here because I know we can't get the stadium I'm winterized sure, at I'm Ohio sure Stadium. Priest does a lot during the day yeah. that I don't know about. But in yeah. my mind, he walks in the office and takes a nap under his desk like Costanza sure. and then just waits for lunch. That goes, has lunch, comes back, takes another nap. Well, All right. whatever he's doing. And Time he, for the game. Whatever everybody is doing there, we're still at status quo for the last 20 years, more or less. Is this is another year of rinse and repeat from the Jackets? I know, I know that. But if we do this every time they lose a game, bone, we'll never get anything I know, done. But it's not like they lost and they were like, ah, oh, super competitive. They're four to nothing. They didn't look good. That's fine. They just couldn't stay out of the box. Oh, stay yeah, out of the box. You'll be fine. Okay. Capitals tomorrow night. It'll be seventy percent Ovechkin fans on national TV. You'll embarrass yourself. That's good. Good stuff. Uh, Demar Hamlin still in critical condition at a Cincinnati hospital. Reports this morning say that his oxygen levels are improving. And that's a good sign. He's still sedated. It's still, you know, ICU, critical condition. Yeah. But at least the reports we're getting is that he's making some progress. I uh, I heard, I learned something through all of this about like heart attack, cardiac arrest, because I've seen people using the terms interchangeably. I probably have at some point on the air. I didn't realize they're not the same thing. I mean, I didn't realize that either. They technically, well, what I, what would when be your better heart to stops, say, right? Yes. What would be better to say is a heart attack causes cardiac arrest cardiac arrest is when your heart stops i see but a heart attack is one of many things that can cause cardiac arrest which heart attack i believe is something where like your your muscle of your heart is not getting oxygen and then that causes cardiac arrest causes your heart to stop cardiac arrest is just your heart stopped for literally any reason which could be other things than a heart attack so what we know is he had cardiac arrest i don't know if we know anything about it being a heart attack or Whatever else. But either way, still just a scary, terrible situation. And we hope he recovers. And yeah, just all the thoughts and good vibes go into his family.
Uh, the NCAA says we need 1,000 teams in the NCAA tournament. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on the west side of I-70 eastbound between Wilson Road and Hague Road. And yeah, there is still flooding blocking the left lane in that area. Traffic is still heavily delayed. Please be careful over here as cars try to avoid this. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Dye Market. Get a real healthy start to the new year at Fresh Dye Market's biggest sale of the year. Save 33% on all vitamins and body care now through January 10th. Shop energy-boosting supplements, quality vitamins, and better-for-you skincare. Fresh Dye Market. Get real. Only an array with fan traffic. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Send in your wild card tweets at Man and Bone 971. Before we get to that, yeah. can I bring something up that aggravates me? Go right ahead. Uh, Jimbo Fisher has decided to hire a new offensive coordinator at Texas A&M as he clings to his job. It is... Bobby Petrino, our guy. That is a bold move. A, a wildly bold move. Jimbo Fisher's always been the type of guy that calls his own plays. He will apparently relinquish play calling duties to Bobby Petrino, former Arkansas head coach, former Louisville head coach, former Atlanta Falcons head coach for two seconds. And of course, we make fun of him for all his off the field shenanigans. But here's what aggravates me. Okay. You know, all these coaches do, they preach accountability, they preach finish what you started, part of the team, all that crap. And when players sometimes have a hard time with that, that becomes the story. Well, if you wanted it more, if you work harder, if you're tougher, it'll be better for all of us. You got to think about the team, right? Yeah. Less than a month ago, Bobby Petrino signed on to be UNLV's new offensive coordinator. And then Texas A&M comes a calling, and Jimbo Fisher, four weeks later, I'm sure he went to Las Vegas, I'm sure he met with players, I'm sure he may even go out and start recruiting guys to come UNLV. And then four weeks later, I've oh, got a better job, see you later, bye. Well, right, but I mean, as as much as I'm not defending Bobby Petrino in any way, shape, or form, who are we more mad at? Like, the cheetah that hunted down the family dog when you brought it in the house or the idiots who brought the cheetah in the house. No, I, I, like, you I know understand. Who the, he's not changing who he is. You know, like I'm saying any parent that heard Bobby Petrino say, hey, man, I love you and LV. Can't wait. I just got here. I can't wait to get your kid to play here. I'm going to show him so many things. He's going to be so great. Any parent who would not look at him and go, wait a second. Aren't you the guy that like has lied pretty much everywhere you've ever been and been found to be a massive dirtbag. I'm not going to let, no, I'm, my kid, it's a negative that you're here recruiting. Sorry, he's not playing for you. That's on. That's honestly on the, any parent that saw him and was like, yeah, my kid should go play for that guy. You're right, though. This system rewards guys like him. I'm just saying, we know Bobby Petrino exists. Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher, 
these these people. Jimbo Fisher literally had that whole speech about go see how God does his business, talking about Nick Saban being dirty as hell and all this stuff. You're the you're hiring Bobby, you're Bobby and Bobby Petrino, man. You've got no standards for yourself. This whole sport has no standards. They all just everyone there says we want to win, right? That's why. I'm not saying this is likely to happen, but I've kind of lost the entire plot when it comes to this argument of, well, that guy would never coach at that school because that school's a rival school of the first school where he's where he's from and he always coached and blah, blah, blah. Are you kidding me? These guys will hire a they'll hire anyone they can find if they think that guy will help win football games. And there are a lot of people who are shameless enough to do what Bobby Petrino just did. Take a job and a month later, take a different job for more pay. Because this whole sport seemingly has no shame. Well, you brought up a good point about, you know, Jimbo Fisher was that guy throwing darts at Nick Saban, saying, you guys think he's God, you have no idea how he runs that program, if you only knew, and then didn't tell us what he right, knew. Right, of course. Do you know who his defensive coordinator is? I did see this, and it's... DJ Durkin. Not great. Who was the former head coach at Maryland, who was put on administrative leave for running a toxic culture because one of his players dropped dead. Right. And then everyone looked at it and said, well, why did it was Jordan McNair, I believe was the guy's name. That's right. That's right. And then everyone said, well, what happened there? And they said, oh, we have a lot of coaches who just screamed horrible things at these players and pretty much made them all feel awful. If they dared to ask for like drinks of water during. Yeah. He died of heat stroke and exhaustion. Yeah. And so they said that that culture led to, unfortunately, the death of a player and college football is like, oh, we don't care. Eh, we'll give him a few years no, but so all these guys, about they, his they scandal. Wanna, they want to always try and one-up each other and tell everybody that they're doing things the right way. And they're all a bunch of liars. They're dude, all full of crap. Dude, right now, I'm just I'm just going to double-check it because I haven't been there in a little while. I'm just going to go look up old Hugh Freeze on Twitter. Let's see what that Twitter handle has. Hugh Freeze, literally on his timeline, has a reference to his faith on his Twitter bio Hugh Freeze is the guy who got fired out of the SEC because, among other things, he was cheating the NCAA when those rules mattered about paying players and was calling an escort service from the school phone. And they found out about it and said, all of you, this is all bad and you're all gone and this is it. Was it it for him or was it for recruits? No, it was for him. It was for him. Well, I mean, we don't know who it was for. He he was sharing. it. He claimed he misdialed. He claimed, oops, I just randomly dialed someplace, and it was a Detroit area code, if I'm not mistaken, (laughs) and he was at Ole Miss, and he's like, I just, whoopsie, I accidentally dialed the wrong number in Detroit like five different times in a span of two weeks, and people said, man, you're you're just full of crap, and where does he land? He lands at a religious school. He talks about how he's a changed man, and that's where we have that quote of him saying, only God can handle my junk, and he went through that car wash for four or five years, three years, whatever it was, and now he's coaching a big-time SEC school, right in the same damn conference again. Why? Because does it, but we're going to hear about it when a player says, yeah, I I committed to go here, and then after a year I didn't play, so I want to go play somewhere else. And it's like, oh man, that kid won't stick it out. Doesn't have any honor. What are you talking This sport has no honor. Bobby Petrino didn't stick it out for longer than four weeks. Bobby Petrino threw his marriage away for like a hot assistant and then lied about it. This man backed out on an NFL season after 13 games and and left his his brother brother tell the team in his absence. My brother's not coming to work anymore. I am telling you, a guy could show up with like 
all the markings of whatever you think a Satan figure looks like. He could come in with like smoke trailing off of him. He could have giant horns and a big goatee and say, hi, my name is Beelzebub. And they'd be like, do you know how to coach an offense? And he'd be like, actually, yeah, my offense is number three in the country. And they'd be like, awesome. Come on in, Satan. Let's go. That's who this sport is. Never forget it. I don't forget it. No, it just, just aggravates me. I, That's you all. should. I'm just, I'm just reminding everyone else because we know it's how the sport is. But when everyone else gets all worked up and goes, I, I can't believe this player backed out of a commitment. I yeah, can't I've believe been, this player chased this, some cash. The last couple weeks about the, uh, the demise of the Rose Bowl and how the Rose oh, Bowl is going away and college football's purity is no longer with us. College football's purity would never existed. It was always a no. myth. Now it's just more out in the open. Nobody cares. But it was always there behind closed doors. This ugliness was always there. You can find stories about players in the 20s and 30s saying, if we don't get more cash, we're not playing in this game this week. And then they got more cash and they played. They've been paying players for 100 years in this sport. They literally have had players threaten to sit out bowl games in the 30s, canceled bowl trips, because players at Penn said they wanted more money. That's this sport. It always has been. You're just, and that, whatever, man. I don't care if players get paid. I'm just saying we act like that's the holy grail while we let guys like Art Bryles run programs for a long time. We let guys like Hugh Freeze run programs. You've got this idiot now as the offensive coordinator, Bobby Petrino at Texas A&M. And you're going to tell me about honor and conviction and sticking to your guns and being a. A good, upright character, morals, BS. You care about winning football games, and that's it. All right, 1,000 teams in the NCAA tournament. I promise we'll talk about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on 670 eastbound after 5th Avenue. A vehicle fire blocking the two left lanes. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Leonard Avenue in that area. Please use extra caution. Plan about a 15-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson Distribution Center wants you on their team. Ace has CDL truck driver positions. Don't miss out on the chance to drive for one of the best companies in Ohio. Ace Hardware also has excellent benefits. Apply today at careers at acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. We will get to more of your wild card shortly, but... Let's talk about the NCAA. They have this thing called the Transformation Committee, where they sit down and they study what collegiate athletics should look like in the future, Mm -hmm. how it becomes more viable. And their answer is, in short, we need more teams competing for championships. And if you're saying, well, we're going to do that with 12-team college football playoff. No, that's not what they're talking about. They want like 30 teams for the college football playoff. They want 90 teams for the NCAA tournament. 
Yeah, they are saying they want 25% of teams in sports sponsored by at least 200 schools to compete in championship events. Meaning, if you have, like college basketball has over 350 programs. So they want to see 25% of the teams in college basketball make the college basketball, you know, brackets. Yeah, roughly 90 make, teams. Make, yeah, so that's, which is, again, I know they've talked about expanding from 68 and going up, but I still think that just, that that dilutes the product even further. As much as I love March Madness as much as anyone, like that's, I don't know when you stop at that point and say this is too much because they'll say, well, you know, if this is fun, then why don't we even go further? I don't, I don't really feel great about that. But here's the other problem. I will say, I don't have any clue. What does that mean for like swimming? I have no idea, right? I don't know. What that, I don't know how that works for like gymnastics or swimming. I, I don't know. They did say on a sport by sport basis, they would all take this under advisement. And these are not like guarantees to happen. These are just a broader kind of guideline. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't think that's. It. I don't think having 25% of all the teams playing in your sport suddenly being eligible for the playoffs, or not eligible, being in the playoffs, essentially, of whatever sport you have, I think that's silly. The struggle now uh, is, especially in college basketball, a lot of people think the regular season is watered down and meaningless. You're telling me 90 teams you want in the NCAA tournament and that's going to help matters? Well, you know, that's not, again... No, that's ridiculous. We also know, though, the NCAA says things like, we want to give more opportunities for our student-athletes, and we think it'd be great if they do this and that. for student-athletes? Well, we want to have more chances to play on television in a March Madness-style tournament. I I love how these schools, out out of one side, they're like, we can't join the Big Ten. You know, the UC regents are talking about this. Right. We can't join the Big Ten because that's more taxing on our student-athletes and the travel increases and the pressure, and they're just students. They're just children. And then here, the NCAA does their big little research project, and it's, you know what we need? We need more pressure. We need more travel. Yep. We need to disrupt classes and school even more. Why? Because the NCAA's biggest cash cow is the NCAA tournament. Well, yeah, right. Any like when you watch the college football playoffs, that's run by a separate entity. So that would not expand under this any more than it already has. Like all that stuff would be out of this loop. This is just for sports. They have that little blue circle. It says NCAA on their trophy, you know, NCAA championship for whatever other sport. That's what we're talking about. So that's obviously college basketball, Olympic sports, you know, there's plenty of other examples, baseball, but they're, they're basically saying we want to get more of this and we want to be able to offer that. Why? Because they think it'll generate more revenue for them. It'll put more TV eyeballs on it. I think think. it just makes people numb to what you have. I think it takes specialness away. Now, with that being said, I'm also the same guy that is against any sort of playoff expansion in any sport. I don't like that baseball's expanded the playoffs. I don't like that the NFL's expanded the regular season in the playoffs. Maybe you're one of these people that says, more is better. Sign me up. That's great. But for me, doesn't do anything well, for me. you know what, though? You can have... It, I think you have to be kind of in one camp, don't you? One or the other. You have to either say... I don't care about the regular season. That doesn't matter to me. I only watch the tournaments anyway. I think the tournaments are exciting. I'd like more tournaments, please. That's fun for me. That's at least consistent. If you're just saying, I don't care about the regular season, it doesn't matter. But if you're someone who's saying, well, I, three, you know, more than three quarters of the season is the actual regular season, I want that to have some meaningfulness to it. It is hard to quantify what it means when oh, you know, your favorite college basketball team wins or loses a game. Because in the moment, you're like, oh, this is huge. We knocked off the number one team. Or, oh, look at that. It's, it's 10 games in a row. 
But you know, if you go cold at the wrong month of the year, it's over. And there's like, doesn't matter if you were undefeated coming into that month. If you just have one bad game, it's over. But if you then have to play seven of these really crappy games to get to a good one, and in one of those really crappy games, you just sleep through it, that sucks. Like that's, that's to me, not the best way, but certainly adding more to the tournament at the end is just a TV money play. It's not it anything enough. other. It's not about fairness. It's not about anything else like that. I think it was back in the spring we had this conversation because some of the the hockey people were talking about how they should expand the NHL playoffs because I guess eight teams from each conference is so yesterday. We can't have that. And under the new expansion rules, the Blue Jackets would have made the playoffs last year. I'm a Blue Jacket fan. Guess what? I said at the time, and I'll continue to say, they shouldn't have made the playoffs. Yeah. I don't want to watch that team in the playoffs. Right? Anything can happen. Yeah, all right, anything can happen. But where do we stop this? 16 teams in your playoffs is not good enough? The NBA is doing a similar thing with the play-in playoffs. Yeah. That's enough. I, right, and then we'll take the other teams that they've talked about this too. Take all the teams that didn't make the playoffs in the NBA and have them play for the number one seed. Not number uh, one fine. Seed. Play for the number but one at least, draft pick. At least you're playing for something different. I know, but what I'm saying is now we're literally we've so, we've had so many people for so many years who are like, oh, everybody gets trophy, huh? We're getting to that point in pro sports where it's like every team has to feel like they've got a shot to win something. All right, how about this? I mean, no matter what point of the season you're in, you can't just look at your team and go, well, we're terrible this end year. To, I guess end next of the year we'll try season. to be better. All the bad teams that don't make the playoffs this year, they have a tournament. And whoever wins the tournament gets to hoist Connor Bedard up in the air like a trophy. You get to take Connor like Bedard it. home with you. I like Just it. like the Stanley Cup, you can drink beer out of Connor Bedard's mouth, even though he's only 17 years that old. That seems like that might be a problem. Well, if he doesn't swallow it, he can put it in his mouth and spit it in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, right. That's, that's, I think that can be the prize. Right. I'd rather see that than crappy teams make the playoffs that I don't care about. I fine. I'm just making the point that we're now saying even the god awful ten win team that you said, thank God their season's over. No, it's not. Let's throw them into a playoff so we can see if maybe they can go on a magical run to go get the number one pick or something. Why? Why would we want to watch that? This team's god awful. Let them have that number one pick, I guess, if you want to. They tanked their season. Stupid, but whatever. That's what they did. I, I just don't feel like we should be adding more games that. Most of us, I don't think, really want to watch. We have a soap opera going on in the world of sports. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a vehicle fire still blocking the two right lanes of 670 eastbound after 5th Avenue. Traffic is bumper to bumper from I-71. Please be careful. Plan on some heavy slowdowns as they continue to get this clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson Distribution Center wants you on their team. Ace has CDL truck driver positions. Don't miss out on the chance to drive for one of the best companies in Ohio. Ace Hardware also has excellent benefits. Apply today at careers.acehardware.com. Only an array with fan traffic. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Man is kneading his dough. Take that for what it's worth. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. 
Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. My favorite day of the week. Do you have any wild cards for me, Bob? Uh, I have lots of them. Let's see. Where do we even want to start? Uh, Copper Dong says, my guys, what's something in everyday life that we take for granted that blows your mind when you stop to think about it? Mine is gravity. Like there's somehow a perfect invisible force field holding me down just enough on a spinning rock that's also spinning around a star. And yeah, I mean, I think there's lots of things like that for me anyway. Like I, I'm, but I think that's an excellent one. The gravity thing where it's like, yeah, if, if there was just a little bit more gravity, we all could not, ex- we'd be flat. Like we just wouldn't, we wouldn't exist. And if there's a little less gravity, we'd never have been able to like live on this planet. We'd have all just sailed off into space. It's very interesting how like that happens. Um, but I have mine. Like I go walk in the forest. I look at trees and I, I literally, I don't, I, I don't have to consume drugs to get this way. I've never done that, but I feel like people must look at me like I'm on mushrooms when I'm just standing in the forest going, this tree could have been here when Abraham Lincoln was alive or whatever, you know, like these old plants, I'll they're just what, sitting buddy, there right next to us. I, uh, I got a gift for myself. Okay. Over the uh, Christmas holiday. You know, I like to cook. I like, you know, olive oil, Italian food. Yeah. It's my right, heritage. Right. There is a uh, there's an olive oil estate in Sicily. Okay, they have trees on this estate, and the the price for this olive oil is ridiculous. It's not for everyday use, but the trees on this estate are two thousand years old. Oh wow! They have been olive trees. They have been producing olives for olive oil for two thousand years. So these trees were planted during the Roman Empire. Correct. Good lord. Yes. That's incredible. For the purpose of olive oil then? Yeah. And olive oil now. And wow. I, bu- I bought myself some of this oil. Now, maybe it's just a stupid little story and it means nothing. And I'm falling hook, line, and sinker for some marketing thing. But that that's intriguing to me. That blows my mind of every course. single time that I use it. The other thing that blows my mind, I said this to my wife the other day. I do not understand how anyone learns to talk. Oh, yeah. Like I think babies that's, that's, and stuff and picking up language and how do you... I know that, oh, they hear it over and over again, and they, but just the way that we our, our brain recognizes language and attaches something to something else when you have no concept of it. At least now, as an adult, when you try and learn another language, your baseline is your current language. Yes, everything is just... What is the thing we call it and what's the yes. thing they call it? What and let's does this equate mean those. in Spanish? Well, it means this in English, so it means this in Spanish. But when you're learning language for the first time, you don't have any of that baseline. You have to put it all together yourself yeah. and figure out how to talk. I, I've said this one before, too. And again, this is a similar thing with human interaction. The first time someone stuck out their hand for a handshake, like in moments like that where someone introduced a very generic, basic gesture that we all use now. I think they tried other things. That's what I mean. Like just one index finger right. touching, and they're like, eh. We don't like that. I don't like that. What I'm else saying, should we do? And I don't know how it would have happened, but in my mind, it's like thousands of years ago. Maybe at that, you know, Olive Garden where you're talking about in Sicily. <laughs> the where the they, Olive Garden. Well, I mean, a garden. Endless uh, salad and no, breadsticks at the Olive Garden <laughs> where you're handshaking. A garden of olive trees is it. what I meant. Whatever, fine. I'm just saying, maybe they were like, well, I've got all this land. I'll buy all your uh, small olive trees and I'll put them on this land because I want to grow olive trees for thousands of years. And the other guy was like, well, that'll never happen, buddy. But you know what? We've got a deal. Uh, 
put her there. And he sticks his hand out. The other guy's like, what was that? And he's like, I'm, shake on the deal. I'm trying to shake. And he's like, well, shake what? And he's, he's like, like you know that I'm hand. serious. Yeah, when I put my hand out, you shake my hand, and that means we've done a deal. It's like, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And the guy's like, well, I guess this guy doesn't want to do the handshake. Like, when did we decide that's how deals are done? When did we decide a wave was like, bye, and also, hello, and also, well, I don't know. Like, we just wave at everything. When did that become a thing? Well, it's different with different cultures, too. Like, we've assigned the middle finger to mean something. Here. Right. Here. And then other places. You go someplace else, you give somebody the middle finger, it's like inviting them over for breakfast. Well, yeah, and if you, like, make a peace sign forwards here, that's fine. But you go to, like, Australia and turn that peace sign around, that's the middle finger. Yeah, the yeah. two fingers up like there's lots of places like that where I guess if you do that gesture. So I'm just yeah, that all blows every day blows my mind. Yes, that's what I'm saying. All right, wild card Wednesday. You want some more? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jordan Spieth skis skis says my Lorraines. If you were smooth like a Ken doll, would this affect your usage of the porn pad or whatever Bone uses? Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't. You wouldn't have to. Do, yeah, you wouldn't need. Yeah, of course. I, I, I guess what I, he's saying is, would you still watch just knowing there's... No. Yeah. There's no... Whoever watches porn just to be entertained is sick. Okay. It serves a purpose. I mean, I don't kink shame. If that's what you do, that's your deal. No, but, but I'm, I'm just saying, saying it's got to yeah, be me, leading I, somewhere. Right I, would, I, right, I agree with you. I couldn't see being like a, a film critic I'll, of porn. I'll give you a little bit too much information. Oh, boy. I don't know, I don't know if that it's... I well, I'm going to tell you. Oh, good. I'm an open book on this show, much to my wife's dismay. And much sometimes to our own. Well, but go ahead. whatever, man. All I right. mean, look, you tune in every single day. You hear me at my best and worst, mostly okay. worst. Fine. But I'll tell you about my problems just because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have the same problems. Okay. I don't know if it's my age or this sort of started when my medication was adjusted. Okay. I take medication for my daily mental health. Sure. And I noticed that. When my medication was adjusted, I don't have the same desire oh. that I once did. Oh. So I'm kind of slowly becoming the Kendall. Good. Well, you know, and I don't, I don't really miss it because it just takes up time. I know. And it consumes my thoughts. It's a lot of time. I don't have the urges like I used to have. And I can see one day where I have absolutely no urges. My wife certainly doesn't care. <laughs> and you could just chop it all off. You've talked openly about how you're you're hoping to do that. That actually leads me to the next Wild Card Wednesday, if you want one more. Mitch Fudge says, you one free surgery, no pain, no recovery time, just fixed. What are you doing to yourself? It has to be realistic surgery, not like the world's best liposuction where you can well, he, be your I, ideal I weight. Guess you do, he says, a surgery. So a surgery that currently exists. Let's say that. So, like, yeah, if liposuction would take the final seven pounds or whatever. Well, that's and, and that's what like I mean. That I can't work, lipo 80 pounds off of my body. Right, right. But you could get whatever regular liposuction does for you, and that would be one surgery, no recovery time. It's all fixed. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know what I would pick. I'm like, well, mine's just an easy one because I have like a little shoulder pain right now, and I've been too lazy to go see a doctor about it. And I'm sure it's nothing, but I would just say, you know what? Do that. Whatever's in there, just or or. I guess I maybe I should save it for when there's like, oh yeah, we got some X-rays and uh, it's not no, you good. can't save it. You have to use it right oh, yeah, now. Use it right now. You can't then put it just, in the bank. I don't even know if my shoulder would even need surgery. Probably doesn't. I'm just a giant wuss. But I would say just get in there and make sure. Teddy, just what do would that. you do? 
Any surgery, free surgery, no recovery time. I'm not sure because I mean I have a lot of aches and pains, you know, at, at my age, of course, and I have some like knee pain and shoulder pain, like Bone mentioned. Yeah, but that but may I don't just be a little arthritis. Yeah, exactly. Surgery, yeah, I don't, probably so not. I don't think there is. Maybe you know, some people say maybe. What about you know, girth girth enhancement <laughs> for you? I, I don't need that. Maybe. I don't want to be any bigger. I, look how wide I am now. What, oh, that's not the girth you're talking about. I'm sorry. I got you. My bad. I don't know what I would pick. Would you get that surgery where they uh, put your legs back together and give you six more inches of no, height? No, because I don't. At this point in my life, I just don't care. I don't either. I'm I've used, just thrown I'm it used out to there. being a short guy. I don't care. But the thing is, with this, it's no pain, instant recovery. Because the reason that surgery, if you've not heard of it, they break your legs and then they put rods in your legs. Oh, I don't want to talk they, about it. Okay, it disturbs me. Well, they, I'm saying is there's an adjustment period for like six months where they got to like turn a key or something. They make or, your bones uh, grow stop. over the rod. I said I don't want to talk about bones you and rods. You said it. You said it. You no, I didn't say anything. No. I don't want it. You started explaining it more, so I thought I'll keep going then because he's explaining it more. Anyway, can I have all my ass hair removed? Is that surgery? Yeah, Can I have that taken away? That's a laser procedure that I guess you maybe. I, I want to be surgery. totally hairless. I don't need any hair. You know what? I would go for that. I would want all body hair removed. Yes, all body hair gone. Yeah. Just the, I don't need pit hair. I don't need pubes. I don't need whatever I have going on in my ass. I don't need any of it. Mm. Leg hair. I don't care. I don't need any hair. Smooth. I like it. Uh, no, I'm going to keep my head hair, Teddy. Oh, yeah, you're going to keep your head I'll, hair. I'll keep that. Ted's like, Covering it like waving his hand over his head. Yeah, no. he said, oh, I was like, what, do you want to be no, body hair. completely bald then, no, too? Well, I mean, I, 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 no, I, I never want to have to shave my face. None of that. Oh, you just want everything that's ex- not... Except for the hair the on my head, head and, the and my eyebrows and eyelashes. I don't yeah. need any of it. Okay. And even the eyebrows. Who the hell cares at this point? <laughs> All right. I don't care. I like it. Uh, one last one here. Justin says, my guys... <laughs> What are your thoughts on Bojangles coming to Columbus? Had it for the first time. It's a top two chicken place for me. I've never had it. Now I love Bojangles. Is, I'm excited about it. But do you love it, it better than Popeyes, or is it's, it just the fact that we don't have it that makes you want? That's it? That's a solid question, and I don't know the answer because I have not had it. And I've had Popeyes dozens and dozens and dozens of times this had, week. Yeah, I've had I've had Bojangles like probably ten times in my life, and every time I've enjoyed it. Yeah. The thing that I really like about it is they do breakfast and they have spicy chicken fillets that you can get on a biscuit with some honey mm. and it's delicious and I'm looking forward to getting that for a breakfast. That is interesting because like, Popeye's is Popeyes, barely open at lunch. That's, <laughs> yeah. It's a gamble whether they're there at 11 o'clock. Yeah, I'm saying if and if you want some spicy chicken at 7 a.m., well, then Bojangles is going to have you covered. That's right. kind of their deal. So I'm saying the breakfast part of it is giving me better vibes about Bojangles, but chicken for chicken, I'd have to have them both and have multiple comparative taste tests. I have, I can't say that for sure. I think we need to start another chicken corner. We do. Need to get Popeyes, KFC. Is churches still around? We got to bring churches back. Well, there's got to be Bojangles. But you know, you could even have like if you if you didn't if one of those places wasn't there, you could have like a hot chicken takeover or somebody well, on the corner fine, too. That's fancy. Well, it's Chick Fil A. You have Chick Fil A. Yeah. You could. Not on Sunday. No. <laughs> I, that's true. All my chicken corner places have to be open seven days a week. Sorry. You're useless to me if one-seventh of the week you're not available to me. That's when I may want chicken. Let me ask you a question about hot chicken takeover. Yeah. And it's good. I have no problem with it. But is it still a favorite of the hipsters? Because for a long time it was, we got to go to hot chicken takeover. 
Yeah, I don't know it, the answer. It's like independent. There's one of them. They're open three days a week. Now that they have like 20 locations. I don't know the answer because I, I enjoy it just because I think it's good chicken. I think it's really I know, spicy and Some people, and fun I think, and, yeah. enjoyed it because it was new and exclusive and you could only get it at certain times. And now that they have 20 locations, even if it's the exact same product, here's do they how, say, I'm so over it? I'm telling you how I judge people. I'm just being an open book here. Not quite as open as you were a few minutes ago, but open nonetheless. I, if you say, if I go, do you like hot chicken takeover? And you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's such good chicken. I enjoy that. It's right up there for me with Popeye's or this other, and you name two or three other chicken places that are fast food. I go, all right, awesome. Got it. I don't judge. I don't think that's anything weird. If I say, do you like hot chicken takeover? And you say, I love it. And I say, what do you think about Popeye's? And you're like, Ugh. I don't eat fast food. Well, then get the hell out of here. Like I'm saying, you're right. That's everything I need to know about you. If you throw that at me, then I say, you don't know good chicken because you just like this one place because everyone told you it was good. You have no idea what all the other stuff tastes like. There's also another place. It's new-ish. I have not tried it yet. I want to hear from somebody who has. So tweet us at manandbone971. Dave's Hot Chicken. That is like the, I know that's supposed to be new hipstery hot. But but again, but they have like, 50 locations No, I know, now. but it's like, oh, we got one finally. All right, well, fine. Yeah. I have not been there. If you've been there, please let me know. I'm sure the chicken platters are like $22, like everything else. That's right. All right, soap opera in sports. Greg Berhalter is getting blackmailed. We'll do it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An earlier vehicle fire is still being worked on on 670 eastbound after 5th Avenue. It is in the clearing stages, but traffic is still slow from I-71. You'll also find flooding still blocking the left side of west side I-70 eastbound between Wilson Road and Hague Avenue. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Print Marketing is committed to quality and printing perfect every time. Now at Staples, get the $10 off your document printing and marketing materials order of $50 or more. Offer ends on 211. See staples.com slash store slash print fig for details. Staples, the working and learning store. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No filler guests. No intelligence. And most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. It's Wild Card Wednesday. All right, there is a blackmail oh. scandal. Going on Dude, in the world of sports. This thing has so many twists and turns, and it is just ugly for... I feel like it's almost ugly for everyone involved at this point with U.S. soccer. So, that, that, not everyone involved in U.S. soccer. Everyone I'm about to talk about. So, let's let's give you the full backstory here on what's been going on. U.S. national team, head coach Greg Berhalter, contract expired at the end of the World Cup. Usually, World Cup teams... Countries that play in the World Cup have a plan in place where they say we're going to sign this guy up for another four years or at least for the foreseeable future to coach our team or we're going to part ways. We're going to hire a new coach and then we're going to do that search. That might take a few months, but usually you don't have a guy just who's still kind of the coach, but not signed to the contract, but not also told that he's going to move on. So everyone thought that was weird. Well, it turns out we may know why this has happened. Yesterday, Greg Berhalter put out a statement talking about 
how he was blackmailed at the World Cup after information about him and his wife, Rosalind, when they were dating in 1991, when they were both in college at North Carolina, there was a domestic violence incident. That incident involved Greg Berhalter kicking Rosalind, his now wife, when they had been dating for about four months. They got into an argument. He kicked her. And again, like, that's just, it's a weird attack, number one. It's odd. It's bad. It's also like, these are both two soccer players. I don't know if there was some significance of like trying to injure. I don't know. Anyway, not a good thing. He says it was not a good thing. He acknowledges this happened. He then says, we broke up our relationship. Rightfully so. She, she left me. Didn't want to do anything to do with me. I went and tried to get help. I regretted this instantly. Turned myself into a better person, whatever. Months later, she came back, instigated a conversation, said she wanted to get back together and talk. Later on, we started dating. They've been married for many, many years. They have grown kids. They've lived in multiple different countries since. Okay. So he claims, Burhalter that during the World Cup or soon after it, I guess, this story was brought up by someone and was threatened to be leaked to the public. So he wanted to put it out there first. Then U.S. Soccer came out shortly after and said, we're doing an investigation of Greg Burhalter and of this incident where apparently someone reported this. Because they said there were some other weird circumstances around the World Cup where other coaches were threatened and things like this. So that all got very odd. Last night, we looked at this a little bit yesterday, and I had told you off the air, I wonder if this has anything to do with the Reyna family. Because Gio Reyna, star player for the U.S. national team, who did not play much in this World Cup, oddly, there was a whole controversy with him a few weeks ago where... Greg Berhalter basically said, yeah, he was acting like a spoiled brat, so I didn't play him much. And that didn't sit well with the Reynas, apparently. The The weird part of this story is that Claudio Reyna and Danielle Egan, who are the parents of Gio Reyna, the player that Greg did not play, they are both legendary U.S. soccer players. They got married. Danielle Egan was teammates with Rosalind Santana, now Rosalind Berhalter, when all this occurred at North Carolina, those two played on one of the best college soccer teams in history. The North Carolina women's soccer team in the 90s won four straight national championships. They were both on that team. Danielle Reyna is Gio Reyna's mom. She, it was thought, did the Reynas tell this story to U.S. soccer in an effort to get Greg Berhalter fired? Now, that is what appears has happened. Or at least the story was told by the Reynas. Now there's more reporting on this. Today it came out from ESPN and Fox Sports that the Reynas were the source of this. And that led Daniel Reyna, formerly Daniel Egan, to go on the record and say, I told this to the director of U.S. soccer, Ernie Stewart. Ernie Stewart is a longtime friend. And I was saying to him, I was outraged that Gio Reyna was getting, my son was getting blasted by Greg Berhalter. And I was so frustrated and I wanted to let him know how I was concerned about him being judged as a 19-year-old when I know Greg made mistakes as a 19-year-old, and I wanted to get that out there. I wanted to get that to Ernie Stewart, the guy who's in charge of running this team. I never wanted it to go public. I was not trying to blackmail Greg Berhalter. I just wanted my longtime friend who runs U.S. soccer to know about my other longtime friend who's the coach of the soccer team and to know about this incident. It's so bizarre, Mike. There's there's so many other layers to this I'm not even getting into, but 
it is truly one of the most bizarre situations I've ever seen. You were talking before the show, before the before it officially came out, before this was reported, that this could be coming from their family. And yeah. you were sort of connecting the dots well, for me. Well, I just was thinking, who else would know about this and have motivation to bring it well, up? Well, right, and I, I found that very interesting because you sort of played connect the dots with me. And you said, well, is this something we should talk about? I said, why not? Not yeah. slandering anybody. We're just sort of connecting dots and saying this is sort of weird that they were both in this place. But like right after we had this conversation, then it dropped on ESPN.com. Yes. So yes. clearly somebody else was connecting the dots. The Rainets knew they weren't going to be able to keep this quiet. Well, and here again, I know people may not know the inner workings of U.S. soccer. Let me just give you all the backstory on the Burhalters and the Reinas. Greg Burhalter, Claudio Reina went to the same high school together. They have known each other since the late 80s. They played together in multiple World Cups for the U.S. national team. Claudio Reyna was the captain of some of the teams that Greg played on. Their wives, Their played, wives together. played together at North Carolina for another legendary soccer program. And they were both talented athletes there. So remember this when I tell you that Greg Berhalter doesn't play their kid. This is not like random coach at some, you know, like even like a youth soccer coach that you've never met before, but he doesn't want to play your kid. It's not that. This is a Gio Reyna is viewed as one of the, I don't know, five best U.S. soccer players they have on the team and he barely played. And it's not just any old coach who benched him. It's a longtime friend of the parents. It's Uncle Greg. Right. Yes. It's a person that <laughs> level of closeness to this family. And then the guy they go to complain to about this and say, I can't believe this is happening. The two guys who run U.S. soccer are Ernie Stewart, who also played with Claudio Reyna, and Brian McBride, who played with all these like all these people known each other for 30 years. And so this whole Gio Reyna thing initially sounds like, oh, these parents are complaining about their kid. And it, it is. It is parents out the end of the day complaining about their kid not getting to play enough. But it's weird that it's escalated to this level because all these people have known each other. Right. You'd think this wouldn't get out. You'd think they'd settle this like grown adults who've known each other for 30 years and have real conversations and then figure it out. But instead... Now this is becoming like a thing that all across the globe you can read about if you want well, I'll to. I'll tell you, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't care. I enjoy the drama. Give me some more popcorn. It is, it is so, I'll say this. It is completely embarrassing for U.S. soccer all the way through. For whatever it's worth, Danielle Reyna did add this to her statement, and I had just seen this. Without going into detail, the statements from Tuesday by the Burhalters about this incident with Rosalind complete, significantly minimized the abuse on the night in question. Rosalind Burhalter was my roommate, teammate, and best friend, and I supported her through the trauma that followed. It took a long time for me to forgive and accept Greg afterward, but I worked hard to give him grace and ultimately made both of them and their kids a huge part of my family's life. I would have wanted and expected him to give the same grace to Gio. This is why the current situation is so hurtful and hard. Like, there's so many levels to this. It is mind-bending to me. Ryan Day gets some secondary help. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier vehicle fire has cleared from 670 eastbound after 5th Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area. And now watching an accident on the north side of I-71 northbound after 670. Please be careful as cars begin to slow. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get a real healthy start to the new year at Fresh Time Market's biggest sale of the year. Save 33% on all vitamins and body care now through January 10th. Shop energy-boosting supplements, quality vitamins, and better-for-you skin care. Fresh Time Market. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. We have some English soccer going on right now. Tottenham is up 4 nothing on my guy's... Crystal Palace. Did you put any cash on this game today, Boner? I was thinking about it. I did not end up going with it because I wasn't sure if I trusted Tottenham enough to do it. But I should have because, yeah, they're doing well right now. Uh, Barstool Sportsbook to go. That is where we go to place our bets. That is the spot that we hit up. We, uh, of course, want to go to the casino there, Hollywood Casino. They're building it. When the sportsbook is open, we will be there. But you can also go on the app right now, Barstool Sportsbook app. Download that and place your bets. Make a first-time wager on the app. Get up to $1,000 in online bonus cash. If this sounds like a commercial, it's because it is. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Why choose Barstool? Because they chose us. Mm, There you go. Uh, By the way, one more thing on that Greg Berhalter situation. Uh, I found this interesting. A buddy of mine, Spencer, messaged me on Twitter and pointed out that Greg Berhalter, he is... You know, friends with Claudio Reyna. These guys played together. Not anymore, buddy. Well, they were not anymore, right. But Greg Berhalter was coached the U.S. national team, didn't play Gio Reyna. Now there's all this drama between the Reynas and the Berhalters with allegations from 30 years ago coming back up, and the Reynas apparently put that out there. That's not good. But Spencer said, I wonder if Berhalter not wanting to play Gio Reyna maybe had something to do with the fact that when... Sebastian Berhalter, Greg Berhalter's son, who initially played here in Columbus, but he was loaned out to Austin FC. You know, that team that Anthony Precourt owns down in Texas. Okay. Do you know who runs Austin FC, Mike? Claudio Reyna? Yeah. And they had a one-year loan with Sebastian Berhalter, and at the end of the year, he just said, nah, no thanks. And loaned him back to Columbus and said, yeah, we don't don't want to sign him. Could that have been the first spark in this Berhalter Reyna? A lot of petty BS flying around. I approve of it. I mean, I don't think that's the case. I just find all that interesting. It's very, very bizarre. All right, Ryan Day gets one. He loses one. First, let's start with the loss. Buckeye corner J.K. Johnson is in the portal. Four-star guy in the 2021 class. Played quite a bit this season. Pretty much out of necessity. But he decides he's going to take his talents elsewhere. Or Ryan Day and the coaching staff looked at him and said, get the hell out of here. Uh, The help comes in the form of transfer portal safety Jihad Carter. He is from Syracuse. For what it's worth, because we're ranking all these guys in the portal now, too. He he was the number one safety in the portal. And so he has committed to the Buckeyes. That's That's a good get. I mean, I'm I'm at a point now where I've seen a few people tweet us for Wildcard Wednesday saying variants of, hey, if you could have anyone from anywhere in sports come in and fix this OSU defense, right? What players would you bring in? Which is a fine little sports radio topic. But I think if, if you realistically said, we'd like to get the top safety in the transfer portal, I think that's a pretty good you know, idea of how to try to fix this defense next year. I'm not saying it'll be the only thing that has to happen. But hopefully getting players who can actually do the job and, and make this thing look a little bit more organized, that's what we need because it's still right now is not a finished product. Uh, he was 
Jihad Carter, a freshman All-American in 2020. He was All-ACC Honorable Mention in 2022. Over the course of his three years at Syracuse, he's recorded 138 total tackles, five, interception, five interceptions, 12 pass deflections, two fumble recoveries, uh, and one force fumble. Made 28 starts in 31 total games. 6-2-198. All right, let him live. Yeah, I like that. What else was I going to tell you? Oh, Purdue. Purdue lost to Rutgers this week, leaving New Mexico as the only unbeaten team left in D1. That changed last night when New Mexico lost to Fresno State. So no more unbeaten teams in D1. Purdue is in here for the Buckeyes tomorrow night. Our coverage starts at 6 tomorrow night. I like it. Does it uh, ruin it a little bit for you that no. Purdue already lost this week? No, they're still a good team. Look, I ideally, yes, I'd like to see... Ohio State be the team that could hand them the first loss of the year. But regardless, you're still playing a very good basketball team that you can measure yourself against. They're still going to be the number one team in the country yeah. when, the, when they come it's, in here. It's the Big Ten. It's a team that you know has a very good shot at winning the Big Ten. So measure yourself against that and see if you can go up with the best. And I think that's great. I Yeah, it would be nice if it was completely undefeated. That'd be cool, but... Not necessary for me to still be very excited about watching this game. Uh, tweet the program at Man and Bone 971 because it's Wild Card Wednesday. I want to throw something out there and then I'll read a couple more Wild Card Wednesdays. My question for the audience on Wild Card Wednesday I am thinking of taking a vacation. Well, not thinking. I'm going to take vacation this year. My wife and I were talking about where do we want to go. We were looking at various places. I'd like to know. Help me figure out where I want to go on vacation. Tweet at us. At Man and Bone 971, at Degenerate T Bone. Let me know where you think I should go on vacation. I'm looking for suggestions. I got a place for you. What do you think? Just two of you or taking the kids? Well, you know what? One of each. A, a, oh, look ki- at you. a family. Well, must be nice. No, I'm saying maybe we'll two take a family vacation. A <laughs> we might take a family vacation. We might take just a getaway for us for a few days. Uh, you know, just the two of you, I think it would be a good lover's vacation. Oh, lover's. Yeah. Yes, lover. Is uh, Greenland. <laughs> I like that. I've always wanted to go. You know this. My wife loves the cold, so well, that'll yeah, be perfect. No, I thought you go in the summertime. Oh, yeah. It'll be nice. You more. got the midnight sun. True enough. It's, you know, midnight sun's out. Yeah. You you can just put a, se- a harpoon through a seal right there I'm on gonna, the streets. That's what I'm going to bring is my supply of harpoons to see what I can well, get. Well, you don't have to bring. They sell them right oh, there. Oh, they sell them right there. Like umbrellas. I don't want right to the, check those. You're right. Would you like a harpoon? What if they get lost in the uh, connecting flight in... I don't know where you even go. PEI? I don't know where you go. And I, you know, you have to charter. I'm quite sure. Okay. And you can because you're taking two vacations a year. It's like, hey, oh, I'm the T-Bone. Okay. Oh, God. I'll charter All a plane. Right. Yeah. But last time we checked, it's been a couple years, but they had a sports bar called T-Bones. Yes, they did. It was their American restaurant where they were like, would you like to try what a hamburger is? Way over from America? Come to T-Bones. So that's a nook. We got to go to nook. That's my recommendation to you. All right. Greenland. You have one for the kiddos or no? Just screw them. Just leave them. Just leave them home. Don't uh, even think what about should it. We do. For, well, have you taken the kiddos to Disney World? We took the oldest two. We've not taken the youngest, and she's just at the age where she's starting to really enjoy like Encanto and all that stuff. What about so. Comic Con? Yeah, Comic Con is a good idea. We've never done that. That's a great idea. A lot of good like naval ships you can tour down there too. Yeah, sure. Good. We could do that. Good we Mexican could, food. Yeah, we could go. I like that idea. Go on a whale watch. I know that's what you would want to do. Go out there and watch the whales swimming on the Pacific Ocean. Love the whales. Um, By the way, Chris tweets us on Wild Card Wednesday. (laughs) Says the original purpose of the handshake gesture was to show your companion you had no weapons. 
All right. I didn't know that. But wouldn't you think if you grab their hand, then the first thing you could do is pull them in and stab them with the other one where you, you had your dagger it's hidden based, in your cloak? It's based on trust. Um, You're right. That's fair. Um, let's see. Mike says, what are your watch the world burn moments? Every we, day of my life. Well, he's saying, we used to party at our house on campus in 2006, and we put a brick in an empty beer case on the sidewalk and watch people kick it, and then they're kicking a brick, not an empty box. So he's saying, like, what's the thing you've done where you've, like, purposefully known this is going to mess up someone's day that you've just been like, meh. I've told this story before, and I think about it all the time. I was in, like, a junior high, and there was a girl named Jeanette Wise, and she was a little slowish. Okay. I don't know exactly what her affliction was. We didn't talk about those things back then. If I had to guess now, probably autistic. Okay. But at the time, uh, who you knows? just right. didn't know any of that. Right. And we'd be like outside for like our little, it wasn't called recess, but even the sixth graders get time outside, whatever the hell we called that after lunch. And she would always sort of stand by herself and I would go up to her and like invite her to fake parties that didn't exist. Okay. And she was always very interested in them. Yeah. You know, and I invited her to fake parties and in the winter time, there'd be like the, uh, the blue salt that they put down yeah. to melt the ice. And I would tell her that it was rock candy and it was good oh. and that you should eat it. Yeah, yes. This is all terrible. And again, how old, how old were you when you did this? Six, uh, whatever sixth grade is. Yeah. 11? All right. I don't know. But you know what? Old enough. Well, here's what I'm going to do. Old old enough. I, I know yeah. that I would not tolerate that from my five-year-old, let alone me at 11. And I relive that all the time. I think about that girl. I have no idea what happened to her. I feel terrible about it to this day. I torture myself. I really wish you wouldn't have told that story on the air because I was saving that up for if you ever bench my kid at a World Cup, I was going to leak that to the media. I, I leaked it. I was going to tell everyone. I did it. I know, but now I can't use it as leverage. That sucks. I've seen your kids. None of them are playing for the World Cup. Says you. Maybe the middle one. Not yet. We don't know. Got some time to figure that out. Late bloomers, Mike. You never <laughs> know. They might be in there just ready to ready to burst onto the scene. I'll tell you, if there's ever a knock at my door and it's Jeanette Wise with a pair of brass knuckles, I'm just going to stand there and take it. I'm going to say, I've been waiting for you. Right. I get it. You would just say you, you do whatever you need to do. Do whatever you need to do. Sure. Because I've done it to myself internally. On campus, coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Gotta love group therapy. Watch out for an accident on the north side of I-71, northbound after 5th Avenue. It is causing some slowdowns in that area. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute backup in the meantime as things continue to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Things are better in threes. Taco Bell is three new $6 cravings trios. Choose from the cheesy gordita crunch, Mexican pizza, or crunch rep supreme. Then add a Doritos Locos Taco and a large drink. Get the $6 cravings trio at participating Taco Bell locations for a limited time only. While supplies last, drinks exclude freezes. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. Coming up at 534. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Um, I'm getting some vacation spot suggestions. I want to know what you think of this one. Uh, this uh, this is from Netterino, who says, rah, rah. <laughs> Wife and I are taking a few long weekend vacations. See, that's what I was thinking. Nice. Not like, what is a long weekend? Like three days? We're Must not talking like two nice. weeks in the Bahamas. Get on the private jet. Okay. Go away for three yeah. days. All right. Paris in three days. Here's the places he said they're going. Mackinac Island, Austin, Texas. Well, that's out. Asheville, North Carolina. Asheville. I've, been, I've been to one of those places. I've heard Asheville's nice. I've been I know to you've Asheville. been there. Is that uh, Biltmore? Yes. That, that's okay. That's there. Yeah, we've wanted to go there. That's a, a good lot, place. A lot of hipsters. Oh, but it's okay. a good, but it's a good place. That means a lot of bars. A lot of bars, a lot of breweries. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm a lot that of that. sounds good. Um then I've also got Dinkadoo who says my guys. Gallenberg, Tennessee and the Greater Pigeon Forge area is a nice family vacation spot. Great Smoky National Forest. Dollywood, Dixie Stampede, yeah, all fun for Dollywood. family and nature boy T-Bone. Get out of here. What do you mean, get out of here? Dollywood? Dollywood. I'd go to Dollywood almost before i go to Disney World. What are we talking about? That's that's true American treasure right there. Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. Go there. All right, go to Dollywood. Hey, kids. But, you know, put it up to the kids. Okay. Because it's a kid destination. Yeah, is I don't not? think they're going to pick Dollywood over... I understand they're not going to pick that over Disney World. Is the log ride at Dollywood just you're like on a big raft of her rack? <laughs> no. And you're going down the river? No, maybe. You know what? Them's the perks, Mike. Well, if that's, that happens, that's right. That happens, it should, it should be. Right. Let her live. That's right. I'm not going to Dixie Stampede, I don't think. But uh, What's Dixie Stampede? It's... <laughs> I don't know if I've got it completely right, but what's the thing where they do the the dinner and the knights joust each other? What's that called? Medieval, Medieval times. times. It's like that, but for the South. I see. I don't know if there's jousting, but I think there's like a so stage show. So it's like show. the Confederacy there's, is there? No, and- there's like a stage show. There's horses running around. People are, there's song and dance, and you're sitting there eating, I'm pretty sure, while this I is see. going on. It's like a dinner theater with a big production going on. The plantation is burning in the background. Sure. I have no idea. All right. But on campus. <laughs> Common Man and T-Bones on campus. The latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by the O on Lane. Your local gather spot for pizza, sports, and all things on and around campus. Bone. Well, man, I saw this story about uh, son of Iowa coach Fran McCaffrey. Patrick McCaffrey has announced he's taking leave from the Hawkeyes team to address anxiety. Uh, He is Iowa's third leading scorer. He's enjoying a career year for the Hawkeyes, but he says... He's been battling anxiety for a while. Recently, it's peaked, and it inhibited his preparation and performance on the court. So he said, it's not fair to myself or my teammates to be on the court when I'm not myself. It's affected my sleep, appetite, stamina, which has resulted in not having the energy level necessary to compete at my fullest capabilities. Let me tell you something, man. I'm all about mental health, and I advocate for that, um, and I hope he gets it figured out. I will say that if Fran McCaffrey were my dad, I also would suffer from anxiety. Well, true enough. Uh, but Pat, he also added that his absence might be two games, maybe four games. Um, he also added that the anxiety was not related to his past cancer battle, which I, I, I forgot I, about that. If I knew about it, I forgot about it. But in either case, yeah, he says he has the full support of his teammates. Anyway, he has been averaging 12.8 points and 4.8 rebounds per game. Thirdly leading scorer on the team and rebounder for the Hawkeyes. So, yeah, let him live. We, let, let him live. We hope that everything works out there and that 
he's able to get back on the court in due time. But yeah, take care of yourself and do what you've got to do there. It makes total sense to me. So good for him for speaking up about it, for sure. Um, There is apparently a lot of complaining going on in the college football world about rampant tampering of players being induced by coaches to transfer to their schools. This is an article I saw from Dennis Dodd on CBS Sports where he says that uh, multiple Power 5 coaches are talking about how all these different coaches are reaching out to their players and trying to get them out of there and they've all got evidence but they don't want to say who it is and then of course they reference the Pat Narduzzi stuff where he said two schools offered Drake May five million dollars to transfer but then he wouldn't say who it was because Pat Narduzzi's all about accountability except he won't tell you about his fake well, story that he made thing up. That I don't understand is that all these guys want to change the game all these guys say this is not what we signed up to do and yet nobody wants to out anybody I know nobody wants I to know. make it uncomfortable Go ahead. Yeah. Have well, principles. I know. But also, and, and I, I understand, right? Like, there's 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 a lot to this. I'm sure it is going on at some point. But these same coaches don't seem to have that same qualm when their agents get talked to by boosters from schools middle of the season and go, hey, man, just letting you know, if he's not happy there, we're going to ready to fire our guy, and we'd love to have him down here. If you can get him that message for me, I'd appreciate it. Is that not tampering? That's going on. That's 100% going on. So, Whatever. Cry me a river with these guys. A lot of them complaining about it. You're paid millions of dollars. Figure out how to deal with it. I root for the players to get all the money they can. That works for me. Uh, Bad news for the actual college football championship. Of course, I know we're not mostly going to care about this, but TCU star running back Kendra Miller is questionable for that game. Uh, He's rushed for over 1,399 yards. Not over. That's exactly what he's rushed for. And 17 touchdowns this season. But there is a chance that he will not be able to go, according to Sonny Dykes. Said he's feeling pretty good. Got a pretty good evaluation on last night before we got back from Phoenix. He was pretty sore. Woke up yesterday, felt a little bit better. I saw him a little bit ago. He's feeling better today. I mean, this is a minute-by-minute blow from Sonny Dykes. I like that he's like, tomorrow? I don't even know yet. But five minutes ago, he said his pinky toe hurt. Now he's saying that this hurts. This is nice. Anyway, six foot, 220-pounder. I had eight carries for 57 yards in the win prior to his injury in the game. So they are hoping that he will be able to get back in. He had a lower body injury, did not return in that game against Michigan. One of the bands from the 90s I would like to uh, play at our concert is Sonny Dykes Real Estate. Good good reference. Thank you. I like that. Four people got that. But I'm, I'm glad you I'm enjoyed it. I'm one of them. It. I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed it. You know what? One of my favorite bands, Emery, named Sunny Day Real Estate as one of their biggest influences. So who? Emery, your favorite band. Well, what's the name of the band? Emery. No. The other one you mentioned? Sunny Day- oh, Sunny Dykes Real Sunny Estate. Sunny Dykes Real Estate. Thank you. Yes, Thank of you. course. Thank you. Uh, if you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident. Still causing some delays on the north side of I-71 northbound after 5th Avenue. Still working to get this one clear. You'll also find ODOT crews still have the left lane blocked due to a cleanup due to high water on the west side of I-70 eastbound between Wilson Road and Hague Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get a real healthy start to the new year at Fresh Time Market's biggest sale of the year. Save 33% on all vitamins and body care now through January 10th. Shop energy-boosting supplements, quality vitamins, and better-for-you skincare. Fresh Time Market. Get real. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. All right, Name run. dropping. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do that, do that first. I got some wild cards for you. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer coming up at 534. Jackets get shut out by the Senators last night. They host the Capitals tomorrow. Uh, so some of the wild cards I've been sitting on I need to get to. Alex says, would you rather walk to work in heels or drive to work in reverse? I mean, I, I wouldn't so be able fu- to make it. Yeah, I, I mean, it would take me forever to walk here. There's no way I could do that. So I'd have to try to drive. I think I'd probably wreck on my way here because that's You'd probably impossible. get used to it. I guess you just have to. I mean, but I would have to drive slow. I mean, super slow. You couldn't go more than like 20, 30 miles an hour going reverse. There's no way. So, all right. But that's, that's an interesting one. I would hate all of that. Uh, also, I have from Kevin. He says, my guys, what segment on your show would you remove and what would you replace it with? Uh, I'd remove the rundown and I would replace it with nothing. <laughs> hey, the rundown's coming up in mere moments. Right. We've never replaced it before. Here's the thing about the rundown. I know a lot of you like it, which is why we keep it. When we actually do it, you like it. But I just hate repeating myself. Agreed. You know, we already did these stories. I hate trying to replicate whatever dumb hot take I had on it beforehand. I understand this is the radio business and not all of you are listening all three hours and you enjoy the refresher. But I just hate repeating myself. I used to have a boss way back in the day who told me that he wanted me to do a new show every 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. And essentially repeat everything that I just said every 15 minutes because new people are listening and they don't know what I said the 15 minutes before. And I never thought that was a good idea. No. You know what? It's not. It's not a good idea. And guys who had that philosophy aren't working in the business anymore. They also didn't foresee podcasting coming and no. people listening for all three hours. No. But also, I would just add, we don't hit this mark Hardly, we barely. We, if we ever hit it, it's it's hardly. But our goal is to have a really good and interesting segment every time we come on here. And then if it sucked, oh well, we're going to do something different the next time anyway to try to give you something else that's interesting and enjoyable. That's why the days, honestly, as much as you know, we don't like it for the Michigan beat Ohio State aspect of it. We had to do that show for three hours. It was and exhausting. Because that was the only thing we talked about for three hours, and we both were just like, I am tired. But even if they'd won, as much as I would be way happier with that outcome, it would be exhausting to talk. It's exhausting to talk about anything for three hours, just one exact thing. Uh, one more wild card Wednesday for you. Stop Shaking Martinis says, my wife got me tickets to the Waste Management Tour. I, did you mean tour or tournament? I'm guessing Tournament's out in Arizona, right? Yeah, that's the one with the giant... Uh, the the big whole like seventeenth green or whatever it is where they have like the whole thing is a stadium basically it's all surrounded anyway Teddy is that right yeah um yeah and right. I don't know if it's the is it the sixteenth or sixteenth or I don't whatever hole it is I yeah. have no idea but anyway he said my wife got me tickets to the waste management tournament for my birthday do I have to take her she never specified who the other ticket was for you could communicate with your wife I would say yeah just say honey I'd love for you to go is that what you had in mind because that'd be great communication is very important. Because, P.S., you're married to your wife. Yeah, don't assume anything. 
And then she says, and then she goes, "Oh, honey, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do that. I figured you would want to take one of your buddies or whatever, or your mistress. Then you, then you go and call your mistress and say, "All right, let's go." How about this idea? I've always thought this for the waste management tour or the waste management tournament. It should be played on a landfill. Hmm. Because they do that sometimes. They make old landfills. They'll make them into golf courses. Yeah. We had one uh, down south end of town, right? Yeah. That Phoenix Golf Course. I don't but think I it's think still for there, the but... waste management tour, we should do something like that. Instead of like, you know, sand traps and that type of bunker, you've got a pile of dead bodies well, that yeah. you find in the landfill. Well, I think if you really want to, I think you, you kind of mix the two ideas. You You have a manicured tee box... A nice fairway that's Did you very manicure clean. your tee box today? I absolutely did. Every day. But you get that. looks like it's a nice, looks like a golf course. Green grass, well-maintained, all that stuff. The fairway, although narrow, you have that pristine. Mm-hmm. And the green, obviously, is a normal golf green. Got a bunch of trash? Everywhere that's not is landfill. I like it. And I mean, like, loose cups blowing around. Fresh landfill. Fresh landfill with the bags all open, too. So if you miss the fairway... Oh, the rough's a little tough at the U.S. Open. Well, come to the Waste Management Tournament where the when the rough is literally garbage. Mm-hmm. And then go look for your golf ball, which in the trash, there will be other golf balls. So good luck with that. They do that at the Live Tour in, in Saudi Arabia where the rough is just the bodies of the infidels. Oh, just there. That's nice. Okay. All the opponents of Live, they've killed them, mm. put them there. Yeah, that's uh, that's charming. That's that's local flavor, Mike. It's not, you're gonna, not when gonna does Live start back up, Teddy? Because I know you're in on that. I'm not sure. I do know the PGA Tour gets uh, restarted uh, tomorrow. They got their tournament oh, right? of champions out in Hawaii. Oh, very so nice. So tune in for that tomorrow night. Okay. First event of the year? Well, I mean, uh, it's uh, 2023, uh, the, but... Yeah, they, I mean, they had a the couple... playing calendar. Uh, of this year, yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Thanks, Ted. Thanks it's the best. It'll be the best tournament of this year. No, I was waiting for it. Oh, there we go. You're a little Sorry. slow on that yeah. one, Teddy. You're 50 now. You got to work a little harder yeah. to get those one-liners out. Rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. Jackets lose last night. That's what they do. They host the Capitals tomorrow. I'm sure they'll lose again. Tamar Hamlin, still in critical condition at a Cincinnati hospital, reports this morning say that his oxygen levels are improving. Uh, apparently when he, well, he had to be resuscitated on the field. Then the the more information that we, we have, they tell us that he had to also be resuscitated at the hospital once he got there. So that was concerning, obviously. They put him on a breathing tube and a ventilator. And I guess the first night, that was doing all the breathing for him. Now they're saying that he's doing better breathing on his own, even though he's still sedated, but he still needs the assistance of the ventilator. But the ventilator, last time we got an update, was only doing about 50% of the work. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I assume that's progress. Well, I would say anything that's not the status quo from where it ended, you know, with him on Monday night, you know, where he was just in the hospital sedated in critical condition. Still, a lot of that is still the same. But any improvement at all, I would think, has to be something that you celebrate. So, yes, let's hope those in- improvements continue. We had the story yesterday about he had the, the GoFundMe for a children's charity. What was it, for toys? Because his mother is an educator. Yes. Well, right. And she had a GoFundMe to buy toys for underprivileged kids. And he put this up with a goal of two and a half thousand dollars two point five. 
And I just saw the total because I was out there during the break. It's up to 6.7 million. That's amazing. That's great. I love seeing people band together and do something for for a good cause. Well, I think we have to be reminded. I said this yesterday, and I get bogged down in the weeds by all the terrible things. You turn on TV, you read the news. It's all terrible. People are terrible. And I'm not saying there aren't terrible people out there. There are. And sometimes I focus on those people. It ruins my entire day or life. But you have to understand, too, and I have to remind myself this. For every one terrible person that's out there on social media bitching and moaning about why they can't get this game in, there's a thousand other people or two thousand other people that have decided I'm going to give money to this dude's charity. There's a lot of good people out there. You're right. And it's, it's a shame that it takes something tragic to remind us of that. But I think it's important to remember it. Yeah, it totally is. And you know what I will say, too? It is important for us as sports fans to remember that if you are one of those people who tends to be someone who's like, should I throw this beer on the field or should I scream obscenities at a player I've never met and will never interact with, but I want to make their life miserable for a moment, maybe just reflect in a, in a moment or in a, like a moment of calmness now. Maybe just remind yourself I'd rather be the person who's donating some money to someone's charity than be the guy who's just screaming at football players left and right constantly. You remember in the time general. that you and I were at the grocery store and Anthony Precourt was there and you threw a cantaloupe at his face? I, I very remember, remember it very yeah. vividly. Yeah, That's right. Do you regret that or would you still throw the cantaloupe again? I mean, he's a, he's a, he, he's, he says he's a billionaire, so that's different. <laughs> it's, it's okay to abuse, no such thing as abuse a, billionaires? No such thing as a good billionaire, yeah, Mike. Right. That's what I know. He didn't really do he that. May be, he may teasing. be lying. He may not be a billionaire, in which case I take it all back. Uh, Ryan Day stuff. Buckeye corner J.K. Johnson has entered the portal. Four-star guy in the 2021 class. Played quite a bit this season, but he is going elsewhere. Jihad Carter, a safety from Syracuse, is transferring in. He was in the portal. He will be coming to help the Buckeye defense, hopefully. For what it's worth, you know, they rank all these guys even in the portal. He was the top-ranked safety that you had out there. Ohio State clearly has needs in the defensive backfield. They went after the number one safety target, and they got him. Yeah, that's encouraging to see Ohio State be able to land a guy that a lot of other schools wanted. Will he actually help this defense get better? I really hope so. They're going to need it next year, I feel like. This defense is going to have to step up and be a big part of how this team gets successful. But, yeah, man, they, they've got to continue to work on this defense and make it better. So getting a good player like him seems like a step in the right direction. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center, part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. We also got word today the Bengals and Ravens will start at 1 o'clock on Sunday. They've been holding off on that game time, but now we have it. We do have some important games on Sunday. We also have a lot of crap on Sunday. I saw the Arizona Cardinals again will start David Blau Mm. for their finale. Your favorite. DeAndre Hopkins also out for that. And I saw the Commanders, who went back to Carson Wentz for one week, and that did not go well against the Browns. They have said, yeah, I forgot how terrible he was. Um, So we're not going to start him this week. They're also not going to start Taylor Heineke this week. They will start Sam Howell, Mm -hmm. the rookie out of North Carolina. All right. Well, Sam Howell time. Let's see what he can do. A lot of bad quarterbacks. And the the Bears, well, you know, that's coming up next. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. You know what, I'll do it now. Who cares? All right, fine. Justin Fields is dead. Nathan Peterman will start for the Bears against the Vikings. Uh, Does it make sense to start Justin Fields this week? No. They're getting out of this. Because they had previously said, we're going to play him 
He needs all the experience in, in games he can get. The Chicago media said, man, that's really dumb. For a guy that's put his body on the line on this bad team, he's been banged up all season long, this is a meaningless game, why are you risking further injury to this guy? So the Bears came out, they didn't come out to say, ah, you're right, we thought about it, it makes no sense. They came out to say, yeah, he's got a hip strain, so he's not going to play. He may have a hip strain, but that's not the reason why he's not playing. Well, right, I I think you go up and down their roster, there's probably a dozen guys who have some type of injury in a similar vein to that, but are still going to try to play those guys may or may not be the future of the franchise. Whether you think that or not, the Bears are certainly well, invested in that storyline, right? Yes. So if you think he's the future of your franchise, why bother risking him for a season-ending injury well, and I know in he the wants last to game play. of a meaningless season? He wants to break the all-time rushing record by a quarterback. I think he's 67 yards yeah. away from doing that. Yeah, he right. probably would have done it in this game. And I'm sure he's going to the coaching staff saying, I want to play. Well, I'm sorry. You don't get to play. I know you want to. This record is really meaningless to the organization. We need yeah. to protect you for next season. I know. Worst case scenario is he goes out there, tears an ACL, you're dead. Yeah, and by the way, he plays it. He plays the game in a way that as much as it's very I enjoy possible. watching him play, yes, it, it could result in an injury for sure. A lot more so than the average way you play quarterback. The Hall of Fame gambler is back at it. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that flooding has cleared from the roadway of I-70 eastbound between Wilson Road and Hague Avenue on the west side. All lanes have reopened. And an accident has cleared from the north side of I-71 northbound after 5th Avenue. But traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Lowe's. Stock up and save big now. Store wide at the Lowe's truckload event. For a limited time, get up to 50% off select tools and accessories from the brands you trust. While supplies last, selection varies by location. Valid 12-29 to 1-11. Only NRA with fan traffic. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer coming up at 534. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, This tweet from Jake says, What's the most awkward situation you found yourself in before? I just pulled up to Wendy's to get my kids some nuggets. Drive-through guy says we're closed we've just been robbed i said oh sorry and left <laughs> all right that's, that's awkward that's awkward but like that happens to me every week something like that you pull up to drive-thrus no, and they you know i robbed? always have awkward interactions every yeah, yeah, all like, right. they're drawn that's fine. to me that's fine yes that's true i know that my whole life is an awkward inter- interaction i'm on the radio every single day talking about how i my bowels and Every yeah, other that's, disgusting that's thing that happens that to me. You've, in some way, shape, or form, that's awkward you've opted into. All right, here's why. My wife would answer this question for me. Okay. Now, it's not my most awkward situation. Maybe it's hers. We were out at a restaurant. We were probably married for a couple of years at this point. Hmm. The waiter at the restaurant we were at uh, turns out that he dated my wife. Oh, okay. At, at some point. Sure. Right? Yeah. And so, I, I don't know. I don't care. Doesn't bother me at this point. I married her. 
And so I made some comment. I always have to make some sort of sarcastic, funny-ish comment to break the ice. It's just what I am. Mm-hmm. It's annoying to her and probably everybody else that knows me. But I said to him, I said, oh, so I'm glad I got your sloppy seconds. <laughs> and then she was so embarrassed. And of course. He, yeah. was, he didn't know what to say. And Also, of course. I thought it was just a funny throwaway line. And I <laughs> slept on the couch that night. I bet, I bet you did. That was an awkward situation that traveled. Went back home with yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't awkward. think it was that bad of a line. I thought it was just sort of a funny throw it out line. It's like, hey, you dated. It's awkward. Hey, I got you sloppy seconds. Hey, anyway, I'll have the fish. I don't mean to play your therapist, but do you, do you ever find sometimes you're in life and you're just like acting like it's a movie where you're just saying lines because you think, oh, that'd get a laugh. And then later you realize, oh, these are actual humans I just said that about. And they may not have enjoyed yeah, that line because they're guess. not all characters on a two-dimensional screen. They're real people in front of me. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Uh, this one from Nick says, if you had the opportunity to learn any skilled trade overnight, what would you choose? That's so not like playing the guitar. Well, like a, skill, a trade. Like a, a trade. You have to, yeah, I mean. Carpentry. I know you can be a guitar player. That's a job. But yeah, you're talking like carpentry, plumbing. Yeah, that's what I would pick. Oh, okay. I, 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 I wish I could do that. I wish I had the patience for it. I wish I had the aptitude for it. When you say carpentry, what do you envision? Because like, I'm sure like actual woodworkers are like, well, there's all different applications of woodworking. Right. When, when someone can take just a, just wood. Just a piece of wood. Yeah. And craft a beautiful chair, an intricate chair, dining room table. So you'd probably want to make more like a, you'd be like a furniture woodworker, someone who's kind of yeah, better at that I, stuff. Because that's, that's the skill. It's also an art. Yeah. Because you can make that any way you want to. It's like a sculpture. Yeah. I, I find that, I do truly and honestly find that stuff fascinating. Because if you think about it, looking at a chair, you might say, well, it's just, you're nailing a few things together. You got to saw some things. Ah, it's so hard about that. And it's like, but no, like, you know, some chair legs are round. That means you got to know how to use a lathe and you got to get four legs all exactly lathed exactly the same. If oh, you're no, it's, it it's, it's ridiculous. Well, I then can't. you got to do that for every chair to make sure they all look the same. It's, it's wild how skilled you have to be to do that. I also need a good carpenter. So DM me. Oh, if you're a good carpenter, there you go. I got some woodworking stuff I need done around the house. I'll tell you, and I know you don't doubt this for a second. I know Teddy would vouch for this too. If in a second, all the automotive knowledge of like a guy who's worked on cars for 30 years could just be downloaded. Oh yeah. And I could also have like the, the hand dexterity and the, the forearms to like be able to do the things that when you're like building an engine or something, you have to really be strong to do some of this stuff. I would like that. I would like to be able to just look at a car and be like, Oh, yeah, I know what that is. I know exactly what to do with it. I know how to take it apart and put it back together and make it run better. I would love to be able to do that. I like how you and I both didn't say, like, surgeon. You no, know, these people save lives. And I wouldn't want to do that. I'm talking about building a chair. I wouldn't want to do that. I, I'm glad we have people who do that, but that's just not a thing. Even if I could do it, I'd probably be someone who would have all... They'd be like, you're not based on what I am now, but I'm saying if I... In this weird scenario where I've been gifted that ability... I'd get in there, I'd start doing the little test as a doctor that you get, and all of a sudden they'd be like, you're the most gifted surgeon we've ever seen, and I'd be like, that's great. And then I'd start to operate on a person and pass out, and then they'd be like, sorry, you can't He's the best. You should see him. What's the flaw? He does tend to vomit in the open wounds cavity. Yeah, he's not good with the blood and guts part of surgery. But I assume that comes with the territory. Well, he just said, this guy just said, learn a skilled trade, not 
have the aptitude to do it. So that's a whole different thing. All right, let's talk about uh, one of our favorite guys, furniture mogul from Houston, Mattress Mac. He is known for placing his big bets. Yeah. If you have forgotten, uh, he places these huge bets. The biggest bets of all time have been wagered by Mattress Mac. He put a bunch of money on the Houston Astros to win the World Series. They did, and he won a bunch of money. Do you remember what his payout was? I do not. $75 million was his payout when the Astros won the World Series. Isn't that... Now, he also did the deal with, because he always does people this. People get free furniture. Yes, so a bunch of people bought furniture from him at some amount of time, and he made more than, he made that money back and then He's some He's making that 75, bet. and that promotion was also insured. Oh, yeah, So it's right. not like that, yeah. that free furniture is coming out of his pocket. Yeah. Now, I'm sure the insurance premium was very high, but, but this guy's a good businessman for a reason. He also won $15 million last year on Kansas, winning the NCAA tournament. Okay. So he did one, just a little paltry $15 million. He's put some money on TCU. Three separate wagers, totaling $2.13 million. It's a cup of coffee for him. But if TCU wins against uh, Georgia, he earns $8 million. Wow. He wins $8 million. Let him live. Let him live indeed. I'll tell you this. that I, I know that maybe it would change if I had his bank account. But I wouldn't, my, my human brain wouldn't be able to process, I don't think, I just wagered $2 million and I could lose $2 million on the outcome of a football game. I don't think even if I had his money, I could wager that and be cool with it. Like right now, I can afford to wager $100 on a game. I could probably afford to wager more than that. But like, if I bet $100 on just one outcome, I'm not talking crazy parlays and all this other stuff, just $100 on an outcome of a game, even though like I have the money, I'm not worried about it, it would not break us in any way, shape, or form, I would be sweating that. I would be so nervous for $100 that it would it would probably ruin my, it wouldn't be fun. I don't He's know how also you, in his 80s. He probably doesn't care at this point. Well, I'm. Th- but my point is my brain... Like, I have enough money to cover all this and feel good about it and all that stuff. We're not missing it. But it's still just me knowing that's $100 that I didn't have to put on that. That was a waste if I lose it. So I'm saying if I had $2 million riding on it, I don't know, I don't know how now, I would you, even be able to process it. If you did have $2 million riding on it, where would you place that bet, T-Bone? Oh, I'd place it on Barstool Sportsbooks app. And eventually, I'll place it at the Barstool Sportsbook app in Hollywood Casino, which I'm looking forward to checking out when it opens up. The official sports book of Common Man, T-Bone, and Teddy. That's right. Jeff Rimmer. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the drive right now. You'll find traffic is beginning to build on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Plan on some delays. And the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan about a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get a real healthy start to the new year at Fresh Time Market's biggest sale of the year. Save 33% on all vitamins and body care now through January 10th. Shop energy-boosting supplements, quality vitamins, and better-for-you skin care. Fresh Time Market. Get real. Eliana Ray with fan traffic. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Common Man and T-Bones. Name dropping. With the biggest name dropper of them all. The CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports. Hamilton Road by the airport. Every single Wednesday we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rims. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to the two of you. Glad that uh, we're all together again. It's been too long. Do you have any New Year's resolutions, Rims? Uh, New Year's resolutions. Uh, no, I don't have any New Year's resolutions okay. right, other other than to be nice to the two of you because, uh, well, sometimes you need some help. I was <laughs> going to say my New Year's resolution is to talk to you less in 2023. <laughs> I don't know how we could talk any less. I would kind of hope that we talk a little more. To be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, jackets losing in Ottawa last night. Shut out. Give me your thoughts on the performance. Well, the first period was fine. Uh, I thought uh, they certainly played as well as Ottawa. But uh, the second period, uh, and I've said this repeatedly, too many trips to the penalty box. And uh, at one point, I mean, Jody was uh, lamenting that uh, he only had four shots on goal in the second period for the entire period. Well, it took three of them in a five and a half minute span. So uh, it cost them with two power play goals and from that point on, uh, the game was pretty well out of hand. Rims, I mean, as you were kind of pointing out there, there's been some mistakes we've seen over and over again, failing to stay out of the penalty box, things like that. I mean, when the same players are making the same mistakes over and over and over again in a season, I know there's injuries and all that stuff, but doesn't that at some point go to the coaching staff? I know I keep harping on this, but it does seem like the coaches need to be able to get more out of whatever roster is given to them. It's not like it's a juniors team. I mean, it is an NHL roster, you know, somewhat injured as it may be. Well, it's an NHL roster with American League players and young players at that. Players that wouldn't have even got a recall uh, had the Jackets uh, had a healthy Warinsky, a healthy Jake Bean, a healthy uh, Blankenberg. You wouldn't see the Bernies. uh, You wouldn't see the Bjorks. Uh, on this roster, and it's the young guys that are making the mistakes. Yeah, you can put some of the onus on uh, the coaching staff, but uh, there's got to be some onus here on on the players as well who continually make uh, the same mistakes, period. Name-dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. I was uh, watching some highlights from the World Juniors the other night, and Connor Bedard was out there for Team Canada, and... You know, for a long time, it was he was always going to be the number one pick in the draft. And then, you know, some rumblings that maybe he wouldn't be. And I forget who you said was the other guy, slappy white McGillicuddy, may be the number one pick. But I, I think after watching uh, Connor Bedard in the juniors where he's played five games and has 21 points, I think it's pretty safe to say he's going to be the guy, right? Uh, to quote a great former general manager of the Columbus Blue Jackets, when did you become a hockey expert? But... Having said that, you're right, uh, and Bedard clearly is the number one pick. Fantilli, who's playing at Michigan, that school up north, and, and certainly will go number two, uh, may not be the close second after watching the world championship. And as an aside, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I was watching a little bit of the, the Sweden game against the Czechia. The, the winner will advance against the winner of Canada, the U.S., and that game will start at 6 o'clock. 
you're a check. We talk about young players, 19 years of age, uh, high first round pick by the Blue Jackets. He tied the game in the final minute of regulation with a slap shot from the left point and then proceeded to jump into the check bench. And uh, they're now going to overtime. So uh, uh, Czechia and Sweden, but Juracek is certainly going to be a fine for the Blue Jackets moving forward. But back to Bedard, the Jackets are certainly in the hunt here. And uh, boy, what an acquisition he would be. He is firmly the number one player. and He, he has the flair for the dramatic. Uh, he has the flair for the giant uh, uh, time with a national audience looking on, international audience at that. He scores the game-winning goal in overtime for Canada the other night to advance into the semifinal. Yeah, Bedard is the real deal. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is brought to you by Rimmer's Friends, buyers, imports by the airport. Would you like to talk about your friends, Rims? Absolutely. I was out there uh, scoping the uh, the joint out this week because, uh, well, just prior to heading out to Ottawa and the unfortunate game last night, but uh, we're going to televise or do a new television commercial on Friday. So I was taking a look at all the uh, the new inventory and I started the Porsche dealership. And uh, I tell you what, I saw a special order Macan S, silver, upgraded, beige, leather interior. That was one sweet car. And you know what? They told me to tell you guys and uh, the vast listening audience on 97.1 The Fan to go out and ask for the Rimmer Special. You'll get it. You talked about the Rimmer Special, the card that I turned in last week. It was sold immediately after you guys brought it up on the air. So how about that? And uh, there's a Cayenne there. Also saw GT3. That's right up uh, our good friend T-Bone's alley. That GT3, a blue GT3, it's not for sale because there's already an owner on it with a special order, and that is one sweet automobile. Went to the Audi dealership, uh, saw the new e-tron, and the Q4, which is an all-electric vehicle, sweet. That car was really sweet. So I'd suggest uh, heading out All to right. buyer's imports by the airport. Uh, you said you're taping a new commercial. Uh, it is so. Yeah. It is so you guys clear. Want to be in it? No, it is. You guys I, want to be in it? I'm. I'm sorry. I have a partnership with Jermaine Lexus, and I love them very much. Oh, uh, okay. It is so clear in your last commercial that you are reading off of a card that is off camera. Do you not even have the decency <laughs> to memorize your lines? Take oh. your craft seriously. Well, wait to see this new uh, commercial that we're putting together. You will love it. And, uh, it may and you're going to read, you're gonna read off a card, aren't you? Rims, listen, why don't you let them imp- Why don't they let you improv a little bit? That's what all the like the big movies now, like you see with Will Ferrell, they're basically like, here's the premise. Will Ferrell make the dialogue up as you go. Just tell the director you're basically Will Ferrell and you can just go out there and say, I got, I know, I know what's going on here. And then you just do your thing. I'm saving that for my movie debut. Oh, okay. Yeah, remember, remember that remember movie that? we talked about? Yeah, I remember it. I was going to say, a few years ago, he comes in saying, I'm going to be in a movie! And that never happened. Never occurred. No, they couldn't raise enough money, but we're going to raise enough money for this new one. And uh, there may even be a spot for the two of you in it. What new one? A new movie? New movie? Absolutely. There's not, are you, just, are you just making this up now? There's no real movie. <laughs> do I ever make up? Do I ever make things up with you guys? Never. Come on. Never. No, you just don't tell Never. us things is what you do. Hey, all right, let's do I, some name I dropping. Look at, uh, I look at uh, movie scripts all the time. Well, did you guys watch my good friend Bobby Orr in the outdoor game this week? Yes, I saw him, Rex. Hello. Yeah, yes, I'm, yeah, he, I'm here. Saying, 
Well, I just went silent, well, which is unusual you said, for you. you said, because we you, have you a rule st- on this show that name dropping can't be Bobby Orr, and you violate the rule constantly. But also, Rims, you did well, say, did you see? Pause. My good friend. Pause. Bobby. Pause. <laughs> or, so we're just waiting to find out what we were supposed well, to see him do. Yes, we saw him at the Winter Classic. That's right. Well, if you recall, last week I gave you guys the scoop. It was supposed to be kept under wraps, and there... On 97.1, the fan with you guys, T-Bone, and the common man, you, you broke all, the story. These, we, we know the station, and we know who you're talking to. What? what get to it! <laughs> gave it to you! <laughs> okay, that's it. So that was name right, dropping. That's it's it. a two-week the name thing drop. From, the thing from last week is the name drop for this week. Got it. Good job, Rims. <laughs> Rims, I'll give you a last well, thing. listen. Well, hang on a second here. Guys, as you well know, I've got a lot of things going on here right now, and not one of them is going around introducing myself to celebrities. You were just in Ottawa. You were, you were just there. That's, you, you, you have relationships there. You have people you know. Uh, How many prostitutes have you been with just in Ottawa alone? Oh At my least a hundred. My God. Listen, listen. If you want me to talk about uh, former people that I met in Ottawa over the course of my career in Canada, we can certainly talk about the former minister who happens to be a pretty good friend of mine. The former Ryan minister, Mulroney. prime, minute, prime, you, minister. Oh, prime minister, prime minister. No. Sorry, you dropped that. Did I ever there. tell you about my story about Prime Minister Mulroney, one of the most, uh, I guess, liked conservative prime minister in Canada, Ryan Mulroney, unbelievable sports fan. Who actually was on the board of directors of our competing station in Montreal, but he was a faithful listener to CFCF and Jeff Rimmer. How about that? <laughs> All right, so, thank you, Rims. You we got to so go. By the way, no wait, Rims. I got one last thing for you. I'm sure. Doing, I'm doing the fifth line 5K February 5th, where I finish on the center ice there in the arena. So I can't wait to see what outfit you wear when you go running with me in the fifth line 5K. If you can't make it, wear. <laughs> He can't run. I know. He, well, I don't know what He's you can do. He's got the zipper job. He can't run. Can't do that with a... You got a new one. Isn't that... A, doesn't that allow you to keep going or no? Not allowed to run? Absolutely. All right. I'm well, looking forward to seeing you run. When was the last time... In town, when was the last I'm time you town, ran? Jogged probably last summer. The oh. past summer, not last okay. summer. Yeah. Good. Nice. It's, I do it. Uh, unfortunately, again, timing is a factor, so I don't get much of an opportunity... During the hockey season. Yeah, I know. That's a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got to go. Bye. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. I'm going to get him to do it. We'll get the headband on. He's going to have the little shorts that go right up to your hip, where it's just like a runner with like barely anything on. That's what Rims is going to do. Can you imagine back in the day with the shorts that he used to wear? (laughs) Short shorts probably had Snuffleupagus hanging right out. Hello? (laughs) What's the matter? Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. Don't, don't back, do that to me. Back don't, page coming don't up. Don't bring up Sesame Street characters with Rimmer, please. I can't do it. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. Traffic is beginning to get heavy on westbound 670 between Route 315 and I-70. Plan about a 15-minute backup over there. And more slowdowns expected on the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real healthy start to the new year at Fresh Time Market's biggest sale of the year. Save 33
33% on all vitamins and body care now through January 10th. Shop energy-boosting supplements, quality vitamins, and better-for-you skincare. Fresh time market, get real. Only an array with fan traffic. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Buckeye Show. Coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show. Your friend and mine. Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man. Happy Wednesday. You know what today is, Timmy? Yes. Wild Card Wednesday. (laughs) Bone, do you have a favorite wild card from today? Because I have a prize to give. I do, actually. I have this one from The Vertical Brick. Brick! (laughs) Says, any chance you remember the Lithuanian trunk meat bit? That was a while ago, but so funny. All right. I well, do remember it. Glad you enjoyed that. Does that have right, to do with it? Sergei Fedorov? No, 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 no. That has to do with the Ball twin, or brothers, not twins, Lonzo Ball going to Lithuania. Oh. Am I wrong? Not Lonzo. No. Lamella. And, well, one of the, one of the Ball yeah, brothers. Yeah, one of them went there. And, and the, coach, the coach of his team in Lithuania was also Sold. famous for selling meat out of his trunk. Yes. That was not, we didn't make that part up. That was real. Then we made a commercial for Lithuanian trunk meat. Hello, this is Virginia's Sex Kiss, and I'm here to tell you about one of the best forms of protein you can find along the side of the road. Lithuanian trunk meat. No matter how busy you get, you can always make time to track me down, ask me to open my trunk, and select from the assortment of various meats I have at my disposal. At Lithuanian Trunk Meat, we strive to bring you your favorite deli meats, such as ham, turkey, and bologna, as well as more exotic meats, such as kangaroo, horse, and rat. Yes, as the number one dealer of rat meat in eastern Lithuania, you can trust we source our rat meat from only the dirtiest and darkest sewers in the region. Plus, every week we offer our managers special meat, which is kind of like a mystery meat, except we solve the mystery when we tell you it's actually human flesh. This bologna does have a first name, and his name is Dimitri. Lithuanian trunk meat. Ask for it by name. Dimitri, stay in your home. I put you in deli slicer now. Let me tell you something. If that's the best thing we ever did, cancel the show right now. Show's canceled. <laughs> that oh, was that man. was not that was not our finest work. But I'm glad you know Come what? On. I'm glad people enjoy it. That's a perfect example of what the show is. Great. Yeah, Stupid. Love- Alright, anyway, what's his name? Man. Uh I already I don't know. Alright, whoever sent that thing wins a fifty dollar gift yeah. card from romeo's pizza the vertical brick there you go panama ted will be messaging you mm. a picture of his dog <laughs> let's his own not. lithuanian let's Trump not meet. <laughs> will he also be <laughs> siphoning off funds allegedly from state legislatures uh, for a volleyball <laughs> thing or is that is he just going full brett Favre, or how's that working good job that wasn't a doink that was a dog what's going up on the show tonight timmy Oh boy, we got our guy Devere in for a power but he's hour. Sort of much more erect. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we got a big Buckeye basketball game tomorrow. Yeah, they, they definitely are monitoring his load. Dave Holmes will pop in the studio. And going up for balls and exposing yourself. That's 10 TVs, Dave Holmes, not MTVs. These balls are coming out fast tonight. You've got to squat and be ready. And a lot of guys talking about ball. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ball. I like it. Like it. Oh, uh, here's one. Uh. They got their hands on a lot of balls. Hmm. That'll big do. Game, big game tomorrow night, Timmy. You banking it? Purdue. No. No? You? Maybe tomorrow? You got to wait till maybe, tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. You got to wait till tomorrow. Maybe I tomorrow. I, uh, I hard banked the Northwestern game. I don't know if you heard that. Hard. What I is hard bank? What did hard bank mean? I it forget. was an emphatic, okay. emphatic common man take it to the bank special. I see. Okay. Hard bank. I even McNeiled that game, and that turned out true. But it, I still don't. You're making, trying to make McNeiled a thing. I don't know what McNeiled means. I don't know. He's a player for the team. Yes, I know. But <laughs> what does that have to do? What does he do? What are you saying? What does he, he do? He scored a lot of points. I called it I, in the pregame. What, is it, what does scored a lot mean? When you say he's McNeeling, what is that? How many? Then he's going to have a big game. Oh, he God. was second on the team in scoring at 15. I just knew he was going to shoot a over lot? 50%. That's a lot? I don't know what McNeeling is. It's a college define basketball it. game. He's I need to find it. 70. I need to find it. I wish I were dead right now. I know you do. That's why I did this. All right, Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, Hawkeye star Jeremy Renner thanked well-wishers for their kind words in his first post to social media since his New Year's Day snow plowing incident. Accident. Uh, whatever. Anyway, if you didn't hear about this, he apparently got hit by a snow plow while he was trying to help clear some driveways. It was his snowplow. Yes, but he was he was moving snow from a private driveway on Sunday so his family members could depart the residence after they celebrated the holidays together. Members of his family were with him when this occurred, uh, but he did show a picture where he he's, he's alert, he's looking at the camera, and so, I mean, right. it's good to see that he is at least able to do that. Um, he was initially listed as in stable but critical condition when the incident occurred. Um, they made the call to the authorities, I guess, on 8.55 a.m. Pacific time, saying that a pedestrian had been struck by this snowplow, and then the sheriff's department got there at 9.30. So, yeah, thankfully they were able to get him and hopefully keep him okay. He was also struck by David Blau. That's right. Wow. They David said Nevada, Blau. but so I don't know exactly where in Nevada this was. Mountains of Reno. Yeah, okay, that makes there. more sense. Yeah, was, he's, uh, Reno he's, he's got a compound out there. Oh, is that a... Is guys who are in Marvel movies rich? I'm just saying he's rich. Yeah, so yeah. he's got a lot of he's money. Doing okay, got I a got, nice compound. I got one other little quick thing for you. Hanson, they want everybody to know they celebrated the holidays in style. All 39 members of the Hanson's immediate family. Oh yeah, they don't believe in condoms. So there are seven of the siblings that the Hanson trio were a part of. There were seven siblings. Those three brothers have just with them 15 children. The other four adults, you know, Hanson siblings have their own broods of children, plus mom and dad. That was 39 people strong, but they said they all got together and... Did they celebrate with the Duggars? Maybe. I don't know. That would be... You didn't need multiple houses for that. Well, some of the Duggars are in prison now, so... Yeah. Oh, but they're they're out. They got out. (laughs) Tough to get them all in the same room. Josh is not out. Are we sure about that? uh, 
He just went in. He just went, he just went in. I got a joke to make. I won't make it because I'll get taken off the air. All right, Buckeye Show's next. Inside Edge, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock tonight. On the money. Gambling is legal. On the money. The Wednesday night premiere tonight at 8. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some heavy slowdowns on Route 315 northbound at Ackerman Road. Traffic is stop and go from 3rd Avenue in this area. Please be cautious. About a 15-minute backup is expected in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson Distribution Center wants you on their team. Ace has a variety of warehouse positions and shifts available, up to $19.25 per hour plus incentive bonus. Ace will provide excellent benefits. Apply today at careers.acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. This is a fan action update. Tomorrow night, the Purdue Boilermakers will be coming in the shot as the number one team in the country. They did fall as an eight and a half point favorite to Rutgers on Monday. The updated college basketball national championship odds have Houston as the favorite at seven to one. The top Big Ten team is Purdue at sixteen to one. Ohio State currently eighteenth best odds at fifty to one. Your action update. I'm Scotty Vegas. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM. HD1 Columbus. The Fan. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.